How's it going, Eric? Good, man. Well, pretty good. Um, yeah, you had some drama <laughs> going on here. A little bit of drama um, at the Giant Robots store or homestead. So. Is that on your top five? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm moving the camera just a little bit. Um, yeah, man, it is. Uh, did you want to start yours? Um, sure, sure. Because like, yours is really good. You know, I don't know about that. You know, well, I mean, it's very entertaining. I don't know. We'll uh, see. I, I found it entertaining, like, um, especially after, like, some of the things you've told me since oh, then. All right. You know, so, all right, I'll, I'll start. Uh, here's Luke Chu's top five for July 3rd, 2019. Um, I'll start with the Hello Kitty show. Uh, that was at Corey Helford. Um, as to be expected, they had, like, a line going down the fucking block. Um, there was a whole bunch of artwork. You know, with Hello Kitty in it. Yeah. But, like, let's not ignore the fact that there was also two other galleries with, like, actual, like, non-kitty art, you know, up. Like, Andrew Brando had a big old piece, you know. And, right. Um, the, the whatchamacallit, the London Police had the other gallery. Wow. Um, and they're from London, right? Yeah, yeah. Heavy, they're not, pot, heavy pot smokers. I assume. Yeah. I do not believe that they are police officers yeah gotcha. um and then i am jim mckenzie had one um uh, had some sculptures in there if you're uh, like a fan of you know the indie art thing um another artist bennett slater um he had some pieces um about f- five or six paintings he's a fantastic painter and uh one other painter like whom i haven't met and i don't really know but it, it it's a great show. It's wow. a great show. Awesome. Like people were waiting like hours in line for things, and it looked like, and yeah, I am. If I saw that line, I would say, "Fuck that shit." I am not fucking standing in line for <laughs> this bullshit. And I, I read about the line online, and uh, I was like, "Oh, it sounds really bad." Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. So, um, yeah. So uh, my number two is. Um, a channel I discovered on the YouTube called 4096. Um, they did a – he's a uh, animation graphic design kind of guy. And, like, he did this one channel – did this one video oh. where he animated all these old VHS, you know, box cover uh, artwork, like blank VHS ones in yeah. there. It's all, like, really nostalgic. And, like, I showed you the video uh, on Sunday. What's, what's it called again? Um, his channel's four zero nine six. Four zero nine six. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so that was um, that's one of the things I discovered this week that I thought was awesome. So people can just use Google four zero nine six. Yeah, YouTube channel. A YouTube channel. You know, awesome. and um, or just look, search on YouTube. Um, where's my mic? There it is. Um, my next uh, thing is, is the music kind of that '80s vibe, like yeah, like it's a very synth poppy kind of synth wave kind of thing, awesome. which is you know, um, you know, a style of music that I love. Um, my next thing is, and this is kind of a downer, is there was an article I think I read last week about Amoeba, the the wow. Amoeba building being um, demol- set for demolition, and. Yeah. Nobody knows where Amoeba is going. Oh, is that true? I thought I figured they were moving somewhere. I hope they are. Okay. You know, I, I mean, like, I'll be the first one to admit that, like, I haven't bought a, a CD or a record or a Blu-ray or anything like that in years. You know, but I love the fa- knowing that it's there. Mm-hmm. There's Amoeba Records. You know that you know young people out there are 
you know, taking advantage of this fantastic resource. I remember going to Amoeba Records back when it was only in Berkeley and San Francisco, you know. I did too. Yeah. Um, gosh, I think I went when it was only in Berkeley, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. It didn't have a San Francisco yet. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that was like the right Bay... Right on Telegraph. Oh, my God. The Bay Area trips were always like, let's go to the record stores. Oh, my God. Right? So right. you'd go So you'd go to Kimono My House and get the Japanese toys, <laughs> and then you go to the records. Oh, uh, see, know? this is yeah. before I got into... I used to be a record like collecting purist, so I would go to Mod Lang. Oh, Mod Lang uh, was in Berkeley also. Yep. Yeah. I would go to Rasputin. Yeah. I would uh, go to Amoeba Records, uh, you know. Um, the three. Those three were amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Berkeley was the bomb. Yeah. You know, but I did stop by Kimono My House, and Kimono yeah. My House was amazing. Yeah. Like, upstairs, they used to have all those Shogun Warrior. Um, and somebody eventually stole them all, from what I understand. <sighs> and they would leave outside those um, those rocking, like, kids' rides, I guess you would say. Right. Like, a, like a public park. They had, like, a they had different ways. Like, an Ultraman one that you could ride. Oh. And I know all those got stolen at some point. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think I went to it after they moved from the rooftop oh, location. I oh, man, I would... We used to go on trips just to go to Kimono My House. Like we'd oh. drive up there, Kimono My House, and not come back right away, but like the next day we'd be yeah. back down. We'd be oh. like all the way just for that. Dude, Kimono My House yeah. was was dope. But okay, and also, what about record stores here in LA before Amoeba? Aaron's Records was the one I used to go to. Vinyl Fetish, uh, Bleaker Bob's. Um, then when I was collecting techno records, I'd go to like DMC on Melrose and like all those other like you know like small like tiny like closet you know beats nonstop beat nonstop was there was one called beats beat nonstop yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was further down melrose yeah yeah yeah, yeah the yeah. other end yeah i used to yeah. go there too so yeah. like yeah i used to like hip hop shop there was a hip hop shop it was called and i think that was on a second floor somewhere uh on, on also on melrose i even used to go to the fucking tower alternative on in fucking orange county wow i didn't even know that oh wait in the lab a, it was in the alternative mall they yeah. would call it yeah yeah, yeah. Gotcha. that place was dope you know but <laughs> <laughs> was it it was dope oh, it man. was it I've was i've never even been to that you know i well because i used to stay in orange county when i would like come out here from um on trips from you know because my best friend at the time, like, was from Fresno, and his sister was going to school at UC Irvine, so she had an apartment, and we would all just, like, you know, hustle. We would meet up at in Bakersfield, you know, usually at the Deja Vu Showgirls, and then... What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a strip club. Oh, okay. It's apparently got hundreds of beautiful ones and wow. five ugly ones. Wow. You know, and then, um, you know, then take, the, you know, the the road down to whatchamacallit, with caravan or, like, carpool down to Orange County. Wow. You know, and... There you go. Go to the lab. Wow. <laughs> um, my next one is uh, Dororo. Um, I don't know whether or not... I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It was the creator of Astro Boy. Um, Tezuka? Yeah, Tezuka. He, wrote, he made a, mon- a manga and an anime called Dororo, oh. which is about this... Um, it's like a feudal Japan thing where um, a feudal lord sacrifices his child to demons to mm-hmm. for prosperity on his wow. land. Wow. And um, everything uh, about this kid is like stripped from him by demons except for one piece of his well, – one part of his you know body. And he gets um, thrown in a river basically – but someone finds him before he can die, oh. and he starts. You know, he gr- he grows up. 
he's kind of trained a little bit because the guy was a the guy who found him was a warrior, you know, like samurai wow. type. And basically, you know, he starts killing demons to regain, you know, the parts of his body that were sacrificed. Wow. And it was an old one. Like, you know, it's, we're talking like 1950s and like anything or 60s and it was animated in the 70s in black and white. But it was recently re um, reanimated with modern kind of storytelling. So they kind of tweaked the story and they also, but it's also kind of done in a style. So it looks like um, a Tezuka, right? Wow. T- um, Wait, style. where did this come out? It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dororo. Dororo. D-O-R-O-R-O-R-O or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. And they just, they just finished the 26 episode yeah. season series. Sounds amazing. You know, so yeah, I thought it was good. You know, like, it's like that's a um, Tezuka seemed to kind of use this uh, kind of a similar theme, uh, kind of a similar theme, you know, like these, oh, I don't know how to explain it, but like sacrificing a kid thing mm-hmm. seems to be something that I've seen before. Like it always has children, right? Like Astro Boy's a kid. Right. But right. Uh, I do know that I read and I was reading up on another one called Pipi Chan. Mm. And it, it's like a little, God, it's like a kid mermaid or merman or oh, something like that. Right, right, right. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. And I remember this as a kid because my daycare person, uh, when I was really little, um, she had a book. And I remember I liked it and I would draw pictures from it. And then I recently found the book again at Mandarake in Tokyo. Mm. And I bought it. And uh, I looked at it and I was like, God, I don't remember the story. And I look up the story and it's sim- it's like a really kind of dark Mm-hmm. A person who sacrifices their kid type of thing, and I forgot why, and but it had something to do with like, you know, like our polluting the our planet, and then mm. the kid now becomes an ocean kid, and then turns into like a merman or something, a mermaid, mermaid oh. thing, and then gets adopted by a seal or something, and <laughs> and there's like a nuclear submarine problem and all this stuff, you know. But it's like, well, you know, it's gnarly, funny you is know? that like you know all these like licenses or these you know IPs from like. The old times, like, say, like, you know, all the Gonagai stuff, all right. the uh, Tezuka stuff, like, you know, like, we kind of associate it as being kind of children's stuff. Like, we think of Astro Boy and, you know, we think of, like, Mazinger Z or, like, the an- the animated version of Mazinger Z or the animated version of Devil Man. But, like, if you read the manga, like, that shit is fucked up. People yeah. are, like, being raped and murdered wow. all over the place, you know, and they're very adult stories. Go Japan. <laughs> yes, that's the reason why fucking people. That's the reason why anime became such a thing is because like you know what in America we, anyways I guess go on and on and I'll, I'll spare <laughs> you guys. Um, my number five is Tsujita Ramen. Holy smokes! <laughs> yep, you know a couple uh, several episodes ago, I kind of threw my hands in the air and you know kind of decrying that like all ramen in Los Angeles is mediocre, you know. Um, I, I still kind of stand behind that, but but I went to Tsujita on Sunday afternoon. There was no line. I just walked right in. Wow. And I sat down. Rare. Yeah, and I had a bowl of the Tsukumen, you know, ramen with the soft-boiled egg, and it was good. Yeah. And I will say this. Waiting 45 minutes for a bowl of fucking ramen – Really, just raises expectations too fucking high. Yeah, you it know? does. You know, it does. So, Man, it better be good. Yeah, like it, it's got to be like fucking yeah. like you know amazing. Right. Like, yeah. like I'm going to fucking have an orgasm after yeah. eating this shit and fucking. But like, you know, and then like there's nothing that could fucking satisfy that. 
There's nothing that can satisfy that after waiting that long. Like, the only time I ever fucking felt that way was when I ate in fucking New York. We had ramen in New York and waited 45 hour. Minute. And was it good? And it was so good, I fucking ate all of it. Oh, okay. You know? So it was actually good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and I think it's the water. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, get this. The next day, I ate a Tsujita. <laughs> and I didn't have a weight. And it was good. <laughs> It's good. Yes, it was good. good. Like and you knew I, yep. when you don't have to wait, it's good. And Holy it, shit, and it's good. I actually ate at Tsukemen um at a shop four doors from Tsujita in Tokyo. Mm. That's right, you were telling me. Right? Rokurincha, it's called, and that's supposedly the best. And man, it tastes very similar to Tsujita. The uh, original Tsujita. It's very similar. That's how I know that Tsujita's legit because mm. what the place they call the best in Japan was really close. So I don't know who stole from who, but I mean it's right there. Do you think that close. maybe they they're a little heavy on the bonito? I thought the one I had in Japan was similar. Mm. So yeah, maybe yeah. so, and I like, like it. Like maybe that's just it's just the way it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, and I dug it because that's what it tasted like, and I was like, oh shit. I mean, like, like, like nothing but, against bonito, but like it's just really like yeah, a that's what I like an about intense it. bonito flavor. I like it, but that's what I think. Um, that is what that that broth that soup at that's. Tsujita is supposed to be about. Right. Yeah, because it tasted just like the one I had. But, like, really quickly, though, there's another Tsujita right across the street. The Annex. Yes, the Annex. And I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it at all. Oh. So, but some people love it. Like, they say that's number one. Oh. Yeah. There's a lot of people that say that. I got to do it back to back. I don't like that Tsukimen at all. Wow. Is it, I mean, like, is it it the dip or is it the noodles? It's the dip. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it's not it's just I don't like it man I tried and it's just not I'm not gonna go back I like that spicy ball that they throw in there you don't like the spice you can go for it then try I it I don't know okay, that's I'm, next I'm, I'm gonna have to <laughs> go for it you know, maybe next weekend I'll, yeah. or this weekend I'll, I'll do a back to back wow you know, I'll oh, st- you I'll mean st- you're going to go back to the original? No. Ch- I'm going to come here at four o'clock, at three thirty in the afternoon. Eat at the original one, and then like wait thirty <laughs> minutes and go to the other. I don't one. think you could do it. <laughs> you're going to be so dead. I, I will. I will I but I, as long as I don't get the the chasu, like you know, I don't think you can do it. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. All right. I don't think so. But okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. All right, Eric. You had a much more eventful week than um, I did. Well, let's see. I'm going to start number one with my phobias. Back to phobias, I went back to get an open MRI. Because oh. in the past, I had an MRI that was in a regular machine. I was in there for four minutes, and I started to panic. It was really bad. So I went to, a, I went to an open MRI, which looks like a hamburger. Imagine a hamburger with no meat in it, and the top of the bun is like floating sort of, and the bottom is like floating. And you can go in the middle, and you know, you're wide open. Like you can roll out on any side you want, kind of. Mm-hmm. I, they set me up and I looked at the machine and I went, you know what? I can't do it. And they were Whoa. like, yeah, they were being really nice and talking me through it. And, and I think that made it worse because the guy was like, it'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they kind of felt like they knew that I had a phobia oh. and like maybe they knew ahead of time, you know, and then, um, maybe they do it to everybody cause it's an open MRI. So maybe that's like, they know that those people have freaked out before. Right. Anyways, I, right before the, they started moving the machine, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do this. And then they were just like, oh, okay. And then they just let me up and I left. Oh. But I felt the uh, rush, like my heart started beating fast. And I was just thinking in my head, can I do this for like, I don't know how long, 30 minutes or something? Mm. And I was just thinking, you know what? I'm not going to last five minutes on this thing. So I might as well not go in. 
So I decided not to go in. And um, I think I made the right decision because I would have fucking broke that machine. Wow. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have broke it, but you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't for me. Wow. Yep. So now I know I can't. I need to take a sedative. Wow. Okay, so there you go. Phobias. I didn't know I had any. Now I have one. Wow. I have some kind of machine phobia or something that I don't want to be in that machine. That's not... uh. I kind of don't want to ever be in it. I have a injury to my wrist and I don't want to ever uh I, i'd rather have an injured wrist than go into that machine let's right. put it that way so right. anyways okay so number two matt matt Greenig, 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 Greenig. Yeah. Simpsons. simpsons guy came in and um i've known him for a long time like 20 years maybe mm-hmm. but not like homie buddies type of thing mm-hmm. you know like we don't smoke bowls together or anything <laughs> like that right we don't do anything cool like that i guess if that's cool but i always talk to him like we have a conversation of some sort. And this time I was just saying how, um, you know, asking Mike, how is his health and how is he feeling? And, you know, like, and I was just kind of like in a really maybe a good mood or something. And I would just said, you know, like, it's really good to see you and all that stuff. And I'm like, glad that you're doing well and you're healthy. It's what I care about more is like, you know, I know you're busy and I know you're a billionaire, but it's like your health. What, what, mm-hmm. What's that like? You know, and, and he just told me about this story about, how he has two, he has kids from a previous marriage that are 30 years old or something like that. You know, like they're thirties. And I was like, wow. You know, and he goes, well, he goes, I got remarried and he goes, and I got a kid. And then I was like, oh, another kid. Cool. And he goes, yeah. But after that had twins. And then, and I was like, whoa, awesome. Congrats. Like, awesome. I didn't know. And he goes, and then I had another kid and I was like, oh, and he goes, and I was like, congrats. And he was like, well, wait, we're not, I'm not done. He goes, and then now I have another set of twins who are one years old. And I was like, whoa, okay, wait, that's six kids here, two kids there. And he goes, you know what? He goes, and this is great. Like he said, and this, this is what I like, and this is amazing. And he was saying that, it's, I don't know, he was just saying how, what a great time he's having. And, wow. And it had nothing to do with work. Like we didn't talk about work because fuck that, but he, we, we were talking about life stuff, and he was just like telling me the story about his family. And I don't know if I added a kid there, but I know there's two sets of twins. Jesus. But he was saying how, you know what, man? He's saying that's what it's all about. And I was like, awesome, dude. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we were just talking because I told mm. him, you know, I have a good, I was telling him how I was having a good time here and I really love this and this is the best job ever. And I really enjoy being here. And this isn't like work. This is like, I just enjoy it. And, yeah. But he, he got into telling about his family and I was like, oh, shit, that's dope. Anyway, that I mean, was awesome. You know, so I mean, that was a being a billionaire me. definitely makes raising fucking that many kids fucking a whole yeah, lot easier. Yeah, sure. There's probably like a fucking <laughs> army of nannies, maybe. And yeah, yeah. Maybe they hire people like myself to just like stand around and go, "Hey, look, look at these pictures," you know. And I don't know. Yeah. Like they might hire an artist like yourself to draw. Yeah. For yeah. an hour, I don't know. Like maybe there's amazing help. Right. Know? Or maybe, but maybe not. You know. Maybe it's just this hectic-ass thing going on there. And maybe there's one nanny who's just no. like, you think there's an army of nannies? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. And maybe there's, what, hiring, like, oh. Like, let's just, let's just say, like, you know, instead of, like. Oh, let's do Kanye West story time with really, with real Kanye West. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would be possible. Oh, wait. You like rock now? Okay, we're going to have Linkin Park play right now. <laughs> and what? Oh, you like rap. Okay, we're going to get, like, Wiz Khalifa to come here and rap. <laughs> Is that what's happening? No, no, no. no it's not, I'm just not, nothing on that. Wait, level. You want to learn martial arts? Oh shit! George St. Pierre is going to come and teach you. Is it like that? Yeah, no. I don't know who George St. Pierre is, but just a mixed martial artist. Oh, okay. I'm okay. just whatever. I'm right. sure it's not like no, that. No, I don't think it's not like that. But I'm, I'm sure they have like an army of like like a small group of people who are helping yeah. raise those kids. You know? I hope so. I mean, you know, and, and I think works. those kids are and the, the, whoever's helping is being very well compensated for it. 
Probably. If as long as they're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. Octomom. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Not Octomom. Not Octomom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Octo Anyways, yes. Matt Graney, thanks for visiting, man. You're a lovely human being. Nice. Since you're listening, I know you're listening right now. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then okay, so I think I mentioned. Did I mention a rat problem? At, I, th- I was having like a smell of a rat. I don't know what they mentioned on the I, podcast, I, I, but, but I was having this issue. Um, oh, you did mention on the podcast, did didn't I? You? And then, anyway, so a few days later, go back. Smells hun- completely gone. Meaning it was probably a very small rodent that just now is shiny white uh, skeleton or mm-hmm. dried out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was really quick for it to happen. So. I thought it was going to take weeks, and it was like a few days later, smell gone. The other rats ate it. Yeah, uh, or (laughs) maggots. Maggots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, maggots (laughs) went to town, and man. Just did their thing. It was so bad, though. The smell was gnarly, and then a few days later, gone. Wow. I was like, wow. That smell was just, I was like, fuck, this is bad. Yeah, but you know what? How long did it take for them to observe the smell? I mean, like, maybe. The smell was there. And I went there, and I was like, oh, God, I could smell it. And then two days later, I was like, holy shit, the smell is gnarly, like five times worse or ten times worse. Right. And then I was like, shit, this is going to be here a while. Then it was gone. Wow. Yeah. That's like a few days later. The power gone. of nature, man. Yeah, man. They just like that stinky smell was a cycle, part of the cycle. and then Became it, uh, part of the fly. And then yeah, the flies. Became, became just the food for uh, the future, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that problem fucking solved itself. Yeah. And uh, number four of my top five, Yosuke smuggled me some lychee. That's amazing. And I actually ate it. I sh- sorry, you weren't here, so I wasn't able to share. But <laughs> I shared it with the staff. I shared it with my family. I mean, it was a bag. And he actually brought back lychee from Hilo, and it was delicious. Much better wasn't, than the lychee we had. Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah, we had bad lychee, I think, or old lychee. This yeah. was like fresh shit. And he said... It was picked the day he day before or something. He brought it to me, and it was in a cold bag, like one of these I don't know cold sacks. I don't know what you call that. And anyways, the shit was good. Yosuke's such a good guy, man. Man, he brought. I mean, he smuggled it. I was like, dude, that's crazy. Because like, I was like, oh, I opened the bag and I was thinking, yeah, okay, how did the hell? How did he get it through the fucking security? I guess they don't. I don't know. Because like you know, I remember when know. we were leaving? Oh, like, he said Hilo's. He was told that Hilo's very chill. <laughs> so he's right. Hilo is very chill, and then he obviously wasn't checked on the way. They have in. their own like airport that like takes big old freaking air like Airbuses, you know. From I guess so. So he flew from Hilo, Hilo to, to straight straight up to back LA. to L.A. Yeah, and uh, they, he said that they're chill. Like, he was told that they were chill, and sure enough, they were chill. Yeah, because so, like you know, yeah. when you're in Oahu, they they scan your back twice. Yeah, yeah. So this place, no, I guess not. So I don't know how he did it. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we could not have done that. No, no. And so it was as delicious and oh. lychee is bright red, just so you know, not brown when you find it here. And yeah. Delicious, though. Really good. Anyway, so, okay, there's that. Yes. Number five, I got to talk about the theft. Uh. Um, so I've had theft at Giant Robot Store uh, more than once now. But I mean, that uh, happens with all retail spaces, right? Sure. I expect it happens. I just, that when you find it or see it on your security camera, things change, right? Right. Like, I expect things have been stolen. I know that that's, it's the case. It's, yeah. it's happened. Yeah. But when you see it on the camera, things change, man. You really do. You, yeah. you see it and you're like, oh, who is this motherfucker, right? You know what? I, I'm, I, I'm impressed that you found it because of the fact that, like, you know, it's not exactly, like, crystal clear imagery. I mean, it's clear, but it's not, like sharp crystal clear yeah, imagery yeah, yeah. and like like they move quick to unlo- like you know and yeah. you know like 
Um, but yeah, man, I, I posted two videos now of two different thefts and, uh, and I, ironically, uh, well, not ironically, but one of the guys was in both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I did replace the shitty camera with a much better camera. Oh. And the, the shittier camera went to the back, which ironically is the one that I used to catch the, mm-hmm. what they look like. But for the flyer, I made a flyer. Um, I used the new camera, which is a lot better and you can get them in the, the guy, there's uh, one guy has like orange hair. Right. And, and, a and a big beard. and a big like pirate beard. Right. And anyway, so he looks directly at the camera when he walks in the door and I was like, Oh, I got a sharp picture of this guy. Yeah. yeah and the other guy walked one. the other guy walked next to him and I mean it's like I already know what he looks like. Anyway, so they just walk in and they quickly steal stuff. I a lot of it's Tokidoki, I think. I saw a pink baseball hat. I mean this guy picked really colorful stuff. Right. And I was thinking, God, that's like that's what he wants. <laughs> that's what he's gonna. <laughs> that's what he's gonna wear. Right. And uh, but yeah, they they did a really quick move. And right at that moment, um, a FedEx person came to drop off some stuff. Right. And you know, so it's kind of like okay, that person was there dropping off big boxes, and then uh, meanwhile they went straight to the back and were stealing shit. So, mm. um, but you know, it, it all these things just happened right at the same time. Yeah, so it created a diversion. But a the bit. first video was a woman stealing pins in the, the front. Yeah. And the guy, the same guy, the tall guy stole a pair of sunglasses. Oh yeah. So he steals sunglasses and then, uh, but he's, you can just tell he's a really bad guy. Just, you know, he's the way he's looking. And but he's, you went social media with this. So the second, so the first one I did and the second one, I decided to think a little more and made more social media with it and wrote something kind of funny, hoping that that would like make people laugh a little bit and then they would retweet it. Right. And I, I did tag like Venice 311 and Palms 311. Venice 311 has like 190,000 followers and they retweeted it. Mm. But it, I think I wrote, I forgot what I wrote, like redheaded pirate and his buddy or something <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I wrote something, mm. I didn't write brony, but I, I you know, I, I, I said something funny like that. Then the second time I, I made the flyer, I wrote lesson number one. Right. Don't look at the ca- security camera, you know. And, and it's like put that picture with it, and that got retweeted, and mm-hmm. and then uh, you know when you get that many people looking, you get anonymous tips. So I had oh. a, I had a couple anonymous tips. One of them looked like the guy, and I was like, oh, I don't think so though. But it was the guy. Looks like the guy. Then another one came, and I was like, that's the guy. And I was like, oh shit, you know, wow, He's, th- that's the guy. And I started looking, and uh, I know who he is, and I figured out, you know, just got obsessed. And over time, I knew who he was, and then I realized the tall guy. I figured out who he is, and I think I know both of their names. And I I, I filed a police report. Uh, I filed a police report first. I went ahead and did that right away. And uh, some people have, like, I've been looking online saying this is not a police matter. And I'm like, it's a theft. It's a police matter. They stole shit. Right? How is it not a police matter? So I'm kind of, like, confused there. I mean, people like get your car broken into. Is that a police matter? It is, right? Mm-hmm. You report it to the police. I don't understand the. the no, it's a it's a police matter. Yeah, I just don't know why some people. Theft, are, like yeah. shoplifting is a fucking. I mean, like it's not a huge offense. Yeah, of course. I not. mean, like it, you will get arrested. You will like you know, um, most likely get released that day unless you um, are a serial you know shoplifter yeah, and with, unless with maybe you have strikes against you or something. Right. right? Yeah. You know, but like no, no, that is it's minor. that is a misdemeanor. Yeah, and it's um depend. It all depends on like how much you steal, but like. Small amounts, here, so like a few hundred dollars type of thing. Give us some hints. Who, who well, I <laughs> hints. So you don't need to say the name if you I, don't want I've, to. I have a lot of compassion for these guys. Actually, like, Why? like, man, I just feel bad. Like, like you know, they're they're young, probably. I mean, I think they're young, relatively old enough to know better. But I mean, they're twenty 
five, maybe, or Dude, something they're, like that. You know what? If you're going to fucking steal shit, then steal it from, like, you know, large corporate fucking jackasses. Yeah. Don't steal it from small so, indie so fucking retailers. A uh, person who works for me, Cassia, actually, I didn't know she was doing this. She ran out and confronted them uh, maybe five, ten minutes later. Oh. Because like, we didn't know. We were like, oh, what happened? Did they steal anything? And then, like, I actually looked it up. I just was free at that moment. I looked. I wasn't working. I looked it up on camera. And I was like, oh, shit, they did steal stuff. And I sent I sent the video into my staff really quick. Mm. And then Cassie actually went out and looked for him and found him and just said, dude, you know, she confronted them really. It was quick. She said it was very, like, kind of nerve-wracking because she, yeah, she's totally. by herself on the street with two dudes, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of one guy's, like, six foot two, one maybe six. You know, he's tall. One yeah. guy's, like, kind of, like, a little bit burly and... Yeah, Whatever, like maybe like five eleven, something like that. But she thought, you know, she was like, "Oh shit!" She's went to confront them and told them that it's not cool that what they're doing and stealing, and we know they did it. And mm-hmm. and she said they actually said sorry. They didn't return the stuff, but they said sorry. And she said they were kind of like shocked, I think. But she was also like a little freaked out. And she said, "Oh, you know, during that thing, she didn't think about getting the stuff, which is least amount of my worries." But no, she yeah, did, she did. Said you know they did say sorry. And then, you know, I don't know for what it's worth, but I mean, they know they got caught, you know. Well, weren't you telling me that like you even found like people like like oh I got an I told you I got anonymous tips yeah so I know that they I believe both of them shut down their Instagram <laughs> uh, they know that you know they know that people are, know what they look like right. like it, it went on Twitter I put it on Instagram I put it on Nextdoor I put it on Neighbors app. Wow, a neighbor's app's pretty like that's really crazy. So there's that, and then uh, but Twitter was big, Facebook was big, Instagram. I put it on Instagram too, you mm-hmm. know, like the giant robot Instagram. And I think I'm sure they saw it, and it, both of their grams now are down. Like they don't they don't have their Instagrams yeah, up. One's a photographer, one's a rapper, well, like a SoundCloud type of rapper guy, and neither of them have big social media anyway. I mean, their Don't social media. Don't get too famous because so, that shit will come back to bite. Because the social media, their social media, yeah, their social media is small, uh, really tiny, from what I can tell. Like Instagram, two hundred or less type of thing. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I I know who they are by name, and I believe, and yeah, I could be wrong, so I've been, you know, but they don't have. Yeah, but the the fact that they shut their fucking social media down is kind of like. So one guy still got his SoundCloud up. You want to listen to his music? I mean, it's there. Oh. You know, I know that's the tall guy. Do you feel comfortable like saying it? I man, I, I like I said, I have compassion for these guys in I, a way. You know what? Let me tell you something. I, as a person who fucking shoplifted before, and I have compassion. Know, I don't know. Like, I mean, should I not? Like, I feel bad almost. Like. You know, like well, you know, you don't want to drop names without absolute proof, right? Yeah, because yeah, that's know. doxing. That's yeah. you know. Yeah, so you don't want to dox them, but like I, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I know their names, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I feel, I feel very confident. But let's not know. dox them. But like, okay. I think that like you know, like, but if they fucking come back a fucking third time, man. oh, I'm gonna. I think and I'm not sure if I should do it. Like, I was gonna print up flyers and. Do you have something like on the, do you, do you know, like I got pictures. I mean, I did you post the pictures that put the, the, I didn't put it up, up in the, the back yet. of the store? I didn't do that yet, but I have everything like ready to go. You should. Yeah, I will. I mean, my employees need to see it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one dude with the orange hair is probably going to dye it black. Maybe he'll shave his beard. I mean, right. it was not that long ago that he didn't have a beard like that. Yeah. Like I think he, sh- he had added that beard within the last one year, mm. you know, and his hair, that color wasn't always that color. Right. I've got pictures of him without the beard. I've got pictures of him without the hair. 
Oh, you do? Oh, I have a shitload of pictures. I, I have enough to make a zine out of both of these guys, but it's a waste of time. I just got obsessed, you know, so I started, I started like, taking screenshots of everything in case I can't find it anymore. Right. You know, including their names and their whatever. I, I got all the info. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. For what it's worth. I mean, it's worth nothing, maybe. But I, I can easily uh, go We have it. a guest. Oh, really? Okay. Should I? Yeah, keep on talking. Okay. Anyway, so I'm talking to no one. <laughs> I'm talking to you guys. I, I don't know. Not, not a lot of you listening. But yeah, that, that happened, and I just got really obsessed, and I wasn't sure uh, what I need to be doing in the future for this kind of stuff. You know? Make a thief scene, huh? Okay. So our guest is here. I'm going to see if I should pause it or I'll keep it going. What's up, man? Hey, man. So uh, our guest we have is... Uh, you can just go ahead and sit down. <laughs> I'm, I'm live right now. We're live? Sure. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're live. So live. So. All right. Well, okay. well there's, there's <laughs> one thing I want to talk about before we jump in. All right. Okay. Here, you want to, you know, pop that? What do I do? Did you mute it? Yeah. Oh, you want me to mute it? Okay, hold on. I guess I'm going to mute this, so uh, we'll be right back on. <laughs> so... We got a special guest, yeah, Buff Monster. That's right. How are you doing? Good, man. Dude, long time no see. <laughs> well, I mean, I saw you on Saturday. Well, but before I mean, that, Saturday, yeah, a I long mean, time. You know, it, yes, exactly. <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, good. Yeah, you know, we're uh, in LA for uh, about a week and a half here, and um, yeah, it's good. You're, you're awesome. in the Hello Kitty show, so we. I forgot to mention this to you, but like we usually do, like a, a top five kind of thing, like you know where. We, like for us, it's usually because we do the show weekly. We just kind of go over five things that like were like, oh, this is kind of cool, or oh, that really sucked, you know. And we and we kind of discuss it. I I don't know whether or not that's something you could be able to, like you know, make happen. You know, five things you want, five things to talk about. Five things that you know just um, that just are great that, that sucked. Or, 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 like, it could be yeah, <laughs> both of those. Yeah. <laughs> just a, a list, a list. I mean, you know, if you uh, want to do that. Yeah, jeez. Can you give me a minute to uh, come up with something? Yeah, yeah well, sure. sure. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> so we were we were just talking about like um, the fact that like Eric had um, you know a um, a petty theft. Uh, oh yeah, you know, like a, two people shoplifting in the store, and then they're got you know they're on video. I put the video online, and sure enough, it you know I don't want to say blew up, but I mean I get some big people retweeted it, and then I got like you know some anonymous narcs who just straight up said who they are and wow. then I, I started looking it up more and i was like oh yeah i think they're right because i had some people that were wrong mm-hmm. and i had one some some person was right and i was like oh i think i know who this person is mm-hmm. you know and then I, I don't know i mean i don't know them but i looked it up and i was like oh i found all their infos and then sure enough then they deleted their instagrams but oops <laughs> yeah they, they realized both of them two people yeah, both, yeah, both yeah. of them yeah. i think deleted it or disabled it and uh but you know the pictures still kind of show. Like I know who their names are, and I, you just do a Google, and I see more pictures of them that are now all like down. But I, you know, at least you get a good thumbnail. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I was like, oh, check these guys out. But so is this something you have to deal with a lot? No, but it just you know, you get some really scumbaggy people, and then uh, you you know you have a hunch that they maybe stole something, and then sure enough, you look at the camera, and I'm like, oh, they stole. So if you want to be like a really prim and clean person, that's there maybe you could steal something and we won't even have the suspicion but sometimes we know when things are missing we're like oh right. where did these things go that were right here there it got stolen probably and then we look it up and i'm like oh this guy stole it so once it, it happened we had clues and then uh, we realized oh 
something got stolen last week. Sorry. And then uh, all of a sudden the same person came back, but we didn't realize it until later. And then they had left. And then we were like, oh, shit, they stole something. The same guy came. So now so, I mean, there's going to be a picture mean, of this guy in the store. Well, that's what I was going to ask. He's going to be really, I mean, yeah, he yeah. won't be able to come back. And I, actually, they got confronted by an employee five, ten minutes later on the street. And um, they were told, hey, don't come back. You're stealing from a small business. What are you doing? And then they actually said sorry. Uh, but then they were told not to come back, so we'll see if they come back. And then I, they got blasted on social media, which uh, then, you know, now they're... I mean, so, I know who their names are. I mean, that's the real punishment right there, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. And I, I mean, I did make a police report, all that stuff right away, and now I do know their names. I, just now we're at a... Like, well, what am I going to do with their names and info? Right. Like, I don't... You know? I almost <laughs> feel... Like, I'm at a stage where I feel bad. Like, I have compassion. Like, I'm like, oh, man, I kind of like... Here's what... Here's the dream scenario... I wish I can go and talk to them. I wish they would come here. I would talk to them. and Because, I mean, these guys have a future of some sort. Maybe not, but they're probably 25 years old, and I just kind of want to say, hey, dude, like, you know, I'll, if they apologized in person, I would shake their hands, and mm-hmm. it, would, it would be a happy ending, right? right. For me, right. I would feel actually better about it. But, I'm, you know, if, if right now I'm going to put them on, I'm going to give their names to the police, and whenever they do something bad next, there, there might be a report with their names on it. That they've stole something, it's on video. You know, I have proof, and then now it's one of those things that, you know. Yeah, before we start just, recording, I was trying to like coach Eric into like giving up the names on air, but then <laughs> I kind of realized that that's doxing, and we don't want to. Yeah, because what if I'm wrong? You know, like there's a small chance I'm wrong, but I don't think so, man. I'm. I nah, feel it's I, okay. I mean, yeah. they might be listening to this. I don't know. No, you know, maybe if we if I publicize that we have a conversation about them. They might actually, you know, someone will say, oh, shit, they're talking about you guys, right? One right. of their friends. Because right. obviously their friends saw the social media and probably told them, hey, uh, bro, you're on a yeah. video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like Venice 311 retweeted it, and uh, that's like got 190,000 people. and Concerned citizens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. like that. <laughs> so anyways, that, that was a small thing, but I just got obsessed. I started, like, doing a lot of Google, and I have tons of photos of them, like, in, you know, more I than you ever wanted. Yeah, I, I <laughs> was thinking maybe I'll make a zine. A, you should. A, 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 a two thieves zine. <laughs> you, know, you know how I saw it's, the other it's day. It's probably worth nothing. You know? uh, that has nothing to do with stealing, uh, but who used to work for you is uh, Michelle. Oh, cool. I haven't seen Michelle in like seven years. I haven't oh, seen wow. her in forever. I saw her last year. Yeah. Was she in New she, York? She was in she was no, here. Here, here she for was here, and I couldn't. Like yeah, there was a dinner and I couldn't go because yeah, yeah, I yeah. forgot what happened. I had a neighborhood council meeting. I couldn't go, mm. so I missed it. But yeah. you go to dinner? You went to? That? No, no, no. I wasn't oh. here for that. Mm. But I did go to CatCon. Oh, you went and oh. uh, hung out with her. And uh, I mean, I haven't seen her. since. I'm calling she... this number one on your top fives. Uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Michelle, Bo- Bo- Michelle Borat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. She's no, I haven't seen her since she moved to Mongolia. So oh my it was god! Like, you know. It's been that long. Yeah, yeah. 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 Since crazy? I haven't seen her since she's moved to Mongolia either. So that's awesome. You missed your chance, my. I head. did. Yeah. Well, there's next year. There is always next year. <laughs> yeah. There's always next year. <laughs> yeah. Awesome number one. Yeah. That, do you have uh, a number two? <laughs> uh, well, this is totally unrelated. It doesn't, yeah, matter. It doesn't uh, have but, to be. Um, micheladas. Number two, micheladas. Right, awesome. that's the beer with the spicy tomato kind sauce? of, or tomato? is it sauce, or is it the Clamato? rimmed with the uh, the spice? Everyone does it differently. Okay, uh, but <laughs> it's, when it's, I, it's all Salvadorian, right? I don't think it's Mexican. Uh, it's all Salvadorian. No, well, no, it depends on who you ask. Okay, uh, no, it does. Um, Mexican friend of mine said that it was from Mexico. Oh, okay. So, I don't gotcha. know. But, but, okay. but here's the thing: I when when I lived here, you know, I lived in LA for about 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. 
I moved away seven years ago. Yeah. And I was never into micheladas when I lived here. Mm. And now that I don't was live here. Was it popular, here, though? Like, I never heard of it until like two years ago or less. Maybe less. I mean, I, th- there were things that I heard about when I lived here, like the Salton Sea, for example. I've never been there. People would be like, oh, yeah, hey, we just went to the Salton Sea or hey, whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know anything about that. Like, I didn't even look it up. I was right. like, I, I don't know anything about mm-hmm. that. But now, <laughs> <laughs> I learned all this stuff about the Salton Sea. And That's so cool. I, was, I was in L.A. Uh, about a month ago for like two days. Uh-huh. And then we left and we drove to the Salton Sea. Awesome. It was uh-huh. great. It's mm. a just it's like this weird Was thing. Was it rad? It's super toxic. I've never been. It's super toxic. Right. Oh. It's like not a good place to go. You know, when I think of the Salton Sea, I think of that one movie featuring With Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. I watched it once we got back from the Salton Sea. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized I had already seen it. What's mm. the movie about? Meth. Salton Sea. And meth? Meth. It's about meth. Wow, yeah. Val Kilmer. Not so much yeah. about the sea, just yeah. about the meth. It's about the meth. Wow. Yeah. And it happens yeah. to be, I guess, near the Salton Sea. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's kind of a cool name. So wait, when, when did you have micheladas? Did you, did you have it when you were out there? or? No, there's not a whole lot out there, man. <laughs> really not a lot out there. Yeah. But micheladas. But uh, yeah, so no, I found this place in New York uh, that had them, and they're really good. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, when I'm here, I was like, ah, oh, let, me, let me try to find some of those. Yeah. Yeah. And you found some? I'm still looking. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, I have found some, but uh, nothing quite oh, like what you had in New York. The search continues. Right. I actually read a list of the first, the best 15 micheladas in LA before I flew out here this time. Mm. Wait, and you didn't get any yet? Not, not on the list. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, you still have a couple more days at least <laughs> to work on awesome. that. But they're in like faraway places like Downey or something. It's like, I'm not drowning to Downey for a michelada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds, it's not gonna sounds like a downer. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. You know, one of my, uh, just a, because, you know, you kind of can't, you know, didn't, like, one of my number ones was, like, the Hello Kitty show and stuff like that. That's a good so. thing. Did you guys already talk about that? Well, well I Who's talked about my ball? perspective, yeah. but, like, oh. let's, I want to hear, I'd love to hear yours. Okay. If uh, that's if that you would give, that give would me the Cliff Notes version, um, long ass fucking line, a uh, whole lot of fucking Hello Kitty, um, a bunch of other artists in the other galleries. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's kind of what I uh, the way I, I summed it up. You better do it. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. We um, take a, we'll take a photo real yeah, fast. Luke has long arms. For oh, Asian. Do, you, do you want do you want help? Oh, we could do that too. Luke has a long, long yeah. arms for an Asian guy. Yeah. He could do selfies. <laughs> I do like some mine's too short, dude. My arm's like short. Look at that shit. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, I'm right here. I'm yeah, in the Eric middle. Leenan. I can't lean too far. Yeah, Eric, lean in. Okay, yeah. I'm trying, man. Oh. Yeah. All right, I keep hitting the mic. Okay. Ouch. Nice. Okay. All right. Anyways. Some good dead air there in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. All good. it's okay. It's all <laughs> good. It's all good. Everyone's, you know, yeah. it's, we took a picture, everybody. That's all. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. So, Hello Kitty. So. I'm happy to be included in this year's show. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I was invited to the 35th anniversary Hello Kitty show what year 10 is years it? ago. 45, okay. Yeah, this is 45. So wow. thir- uh, 35th was at Royal Tea. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then I think it was the year after that, it was like the 50th anniversary of Sanrio, the company that owns Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was involved in that. Cool. And then five years ago was the 40th anniversary. At Janum. Were you in that? Yep. Okay. I was in that. Yeah. And then here we are, 45th. Right. And I'm invited all over again. Yeah. It's crazy. You know? Were you in the past ones? I was in the past all ones. Of all, the, wow. all of those. Okay. Well, here we are. You know? Cool. I, uh, I will say this. I, I didn't think about it at the time, but like, 
you know, there was someone that was noticeably missing. Um, the it was uh, Jamie from Japan, LA. You know. Yeah. So how was she missing? I don't think she was a part of the the show. Was was no, she, she supposed wasn't. to be? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, but okay, because like, I was like, is she like employed by Sanrio? Well, no, but she had curated those previous shows. Oh, the two? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's well, just actually three. Three. Because yeah, the of Sanrio those. one too. Yeah, the oh. Sanrio one, yeah. the Hello, the, and both Hello Kitties, yeah. like uh, oh. the Janum one and yep. the Royalty one. Yeah. You know. What happened? Um. So I, I they asked. Just, they just showed who's boss, like uh, the thing yours type of thing. Is that what happened? I, I asked um, <laughs> the gallery about this, That's and because I was kind of like, you know, what what's up with all these group shows? Why was the 15th anniversary show split into two shows? Blah blah blah. And like, it just doesn't like. Oh, there's there's two of them. Yeah, That's what, I, can't, I didn't quite yeah, understand. Yeah. And um, basically, like you know, what happened was a lot of like they would have like artists who were supposed to be in the big gallery, the main. Um, play, um, spot uh, bail out on them. Oh, and wow. you know hmm. they and so apparently they would like kind of like scramble to mm. put something in there mm-hmm. to oh. to make something work and you know. But she did the Janet one. That was like a, I mean that was big a really big show. But I I don't think Hello Kitty was ever like uh, on the list a year ago at for Corey Hilford. I see. And so oh. you know they I think basically kind of scrambled to make something happen well, like. Because, you know, when you do, like, a, a show at a space that freaking huge, you're, like, you need to spend, like, a year and a half to two years to put that show together. Yeah. It's, like, you know. Uh, the, the one thing I, I, like, I really like the show, and I think it came together great. I mean, yeah. I, I, do, I do think the one th- and so also, so, you know, they, they got that space after I moved to New York. Right. Right. So that was actually the first time I'd been to an opening there. I'd been right. to shows just up. Right. But I hadn't been to an opening there. Yeah. And I think that, I, I, look, I think it was great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be included. It's yeah. all good. Mm-hmm. I do think it's kind of a missed opportunity for some people. I wish that some people would have painted bigger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I I dropped a fucking eight inch by eight inch painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pointing fingers at you. I'm not pointing fingers at you. It's just it's a huge space, and right. and it, it does look nice. It doesn't look like oh hey, there's not enough work in here. It's, it's not like that. But well, they like, got 110 fucking artists. It's for such that show. a big space, yeah. you know. So I actually the painting I so I made a painting that's 24 by 24. Yeah. But I actually started a painting that was bigger than that that I abandoned because oh. uh, oh. I knew it was a big space I was like I want to do something big and I started running these problems and I was like ah oh, god like I could work through the problems where I was like oh, or I could just like start over oh, how long ago were you guys asked to be in the show um, maybe it's, I think it was probably about like I think the invitations were sent out like around like February or March mm. Or something, something like, like that. that. So yeah. it's not tremendously long lead time for you guys, but no, 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 long no. enough, I suppose, but not like... Yeah, yeah right. Gotcha. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, like, you know... Well, may- maybe 50 is going to be the gnarly-sized show wherever that will be at. Yeah. 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 We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah. Hopefully I get invited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, Jamie you know? will, maybe Jamie will cure it that you way. You had, a, you had a print oh. in, the, yeah. in the show. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know... I'm happy about you that. Know, Sanrio and, you know... Cheering you on. <laughs> it's good. No, it's good. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. It's all good. Yeah, happy to be included. You know, it's it's fun to revisit Hello Kitty, and I never really like interpret Hello Kitty all that much because mm-hmm. I think Hello Kitty is like, pretty perfect just as she is. Absolutely. You know. So. Yeah, yeah. I keep it pretty close to how she looks, but cool. yeah, but yeah, and this one like I did a lot of research. You know, because I have some, like, reference material from working on the other shows. Mm-hmm. So really digging through, like, some really awesome, like, vintage designs nice. from Hello Kitty and stuff. Yeah. 
No, he had a great piece, and uh, he had a, and he also had a great print. So, oh, thanks, you know, man. So. Thanks, man. Did you come out here just for this show, or was there other s- reasons? I mean, uh, I, I noticed. I, so yeah. working here, I met other artists who came from like faraway places just to be be at the show because they had one piece in it, and uh, I was like, well, "You flew out here for this, right?" I was kind of like thinking, "Wow." Wait, did you? Which artist did you did you meet? I forgot. I did was a, it a woman a, with I, an Asian woman? I did a Luke, and I don't remember their names or faces. Perfect. Yeah, I just a double whammy. I remember yeah. <laughs> there, there's there's more than one who stopped by, and I was like, "Whoa, you guys came from far for a group show that you're barely in." There was. I Wait, met this a, is the Hello Kitty show. I think they came yeah. out for the Hello Kitty show. I, I met okay, a, I met an artist um, who came out, flew out. I'm not. I don't remember where she flew out from. So you don't remember anything either. Oh, but I remember her work. Do you remember what country she was from? Oh, uh, the United States. Uh, she, okay, so the person who came here was from Canada. So maybe Canada. Oh, see, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know North America. Yeah, North America. Okay. And like, and um, what she she did like she's had like three or four like pieces at in group shows at Corey Halford, and they're really fun. They're like. She does flocking, and they're really clever. And like, sometimes she'll like incorporate music boxes and stuff. But you know, she came out. I think she used this opportunity to like come out and like yeah. get a good feel for what the gallery wow. is like. And you know, so but, awesome. But I just yeah. was surprised. To answer your question, I had a few things going on. I LA, assume so. So that it made sense. But yeah, I mean, hey, I'm glad I did. You know, I mean. That was quite an opening. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're still talking about. We're still talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it was. Yeah, oh my god, that fucking opening. That that line. <laughs> that fucking line. Well, like, you don't have to wait in that line. No, but like I see it and it hurts. It, it oh. just it, like it hurts my soul to see people like waiting. Well, it hurts you your know? soul to uh-huh. see people that love something so much that they gotta show up and to wait. be involved. Oh. And just, that's no, good. No, it's good, but like. Like, you just watch people, like, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And, and I'm like, you know, you could just come on Tuesday and, like, you know, <laughs> and, like, really yeah, get Yeah, but then you're way. not going to be there. I'm not going to be there That's on true. Tuesday. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But I don't know. Like, sometimes seeing the work without the fanfare, the, the, the fanfare of the opening is a better viewing experience. Yeah. You know, so. I was in the gallery a couple hours before the opening mm-hmm. with like and nobody there, so yeah. I got to see everything nice and peaceful. Like, awesome. So wait, let me let's back up seven years. Why did you move to New York? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you're like a fixture here in LA. Like murals know, everywhere. Man. A I lot. Of, there's still some that you can see from the train. I think right. You take the expo line. I'm like, I think I see your art. Really? Last time I took it, the expo line train. I saw your work at maybe a school. Yeah. Or two yeah. schools? Yeah, More yeah. than one school, for sure. Yeah, probably just, uh, right? Probably just one. Really? Okay, but I saw it from the train. Yeah. I'm like, dude, there's Buff. So yeah, yeah. then you moved to New York. What, well, why? Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> 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 well, you know, so I lived here for 15 years, uh-huh. and um, I wasn't really looking for uh, a new place to live or new anything, but I had been in New York for a show with Jeremyville at Tara McPherson's place, mm-hmm. Cotton Candy Machine. And it was on that trip that I was like, God, this is actually, this is this is pretty good. I think maybe maybe I could do this. So I, I came back to LA, I flew back to New York for like a few weeks, hung out uh, at Tara's place and just was like, I don't know, just feeling it out, like, you know, could I do this? And then I was like, Yeah, yeah, this is what I want to do. And so I think that 
I don't know. Maybe maybe it wasn't like top of my mind because I was just like so stressed and so crazy all the time back in those days. Um, but I really wanted something new. You know, I really, I really wanted to see what New York could offer. And uh, yeah, New York has proven to be like better than I ever thought it could be. I mean, it's just the opportunities out there are just pretty remarkable. Wait, how or what? What opportunities and how? Like, how is it different <laughs> or how is it better? And how did it exceed any expectations? Well, I didn't really know what it was going to be. I knew it was going to be intense and I knew it was going to be expensive. But other than that, I really didn't know. Um, but basically what happened was as soon as I got there, I just started getting invited to do projects, travel, do all sorts of stuff that uh, I just I didn't even foresee that happening at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still me. It's still doing what I'm doing. And it was just just uh, moving to New York. It's like, oh. New York artist, hey, you want to come here? You want to do this? You want to do this? So I met up with Lamore Supreme mm-hmm. within like two hours of arriving in New York. Wow. And uh, we started traveling to all sorts of places, Paris, Tokyo, just doing all sorts of stuff together. And that led to other things. And then, you know, on and on it went, you know. And, uh, you know, met, met a lovely girl out there. Yay. And uh, we've been uh, traveling all the, the world and we've been doing all sorts of good stuff. You know, so do you think the opportunities in New York are greater than in Los Angeles? You know, well, here's the thing. So what I will say is that L.A. has changed a lot in the seven years that I've been gone. You know, Um, there's there's, um, you know, when I lived here, there was, um, you know, we we didn't have Uber. We didn't have like like all this stuff. Right. Right. so yeah, it uh, and and then actually and and also in the last seven years, so many artists have moved to L.A. Right, yeah. uh, and there's been so much money put into buildings and like all sorts of stuff. I mean, I go downtown, like I don't even recognize it. It's like, dude, like me neither. None of the yeah. stuff was I here. Them, I saw them go, so I I'm know. always like, oh shit, yeah, mm. what's this? No, I was yeah, shocked. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like just crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so L.A. has changed. I mean, we all change, right? Like yeah. we've all changed. L.A.'s changed. Everything's changed. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, what happened was too, like I started getting opportunities with even companies here in LA that I didn't work with before, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I could go, I could go on and on. But it's it's one of those things where I, I would think you left what I thought would be a good situation for yourself, you know, to like go somewhere else. So I, you know, I wasn't, I was like, why would you do that? <laughs> right? You know Dove, right? Sure. Dove was like, oh, dude, the weather sucks. And he's like, I give you like a year. Like, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so, you know, I was born and raised in Hawaii. Yeah. Right? So I lived in L.A. We actually so. went to Hawaii recently. And oh, yeah? I told Luke then. I think you were surprised, right? Yeah, I was surprised. I, was I like, did not know that you were... Um, from Hawaii. Huh. Yeah. This dude's well, a moke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the wrong terminology, Eric. <laughs> is, that a bad, is that a bad word? We learned that out there. We learned that out there. So uh, Th- That is a word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be a moke. No. Okay. No. Wrong. Okay. That, um, that was a joke anyway. Yeah. Right. So, uh, wait, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I lived in good weather my whole life. Yeah. So, I never had the seasons. So, that was part of it, too. I was like, oh, let me see what the seasons are all about. Mm. And you like uh, it? pretty sweet. I, I gotta say, snow, the novelty is wearing off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. 
but no, it's awesome. I mean, hey, when it snows, I mean, when it's cold and bitter outside, it's like you just kind of roll with it. You know, you yeah. put on your big jacket, you put on your big boots, mm-hmm. and everyone else is in the same boat. Right. And you just like suffer through it together, right. you know. And I think that uh, you know one of the things that I think has an uh, impact on New York, uh, dist- like as like the opposite of LA is like the celebrity culture thing. Uh-huh. Like here it's like TMZ and it's like all sure. the stuff and like blah 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 blah. In New York, it's just like yeah, there's famous people and they're just around and they're dealing with the same kind of stuff that everyone else is dealing with. Right. And there's no photographers everywhere, and it's just like yeah, you just get on with it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I guess. How do, how do you how, uh, like? You know, I'm. You know, I, I always kind of feel like there is this weird kind of de- like gulf between art from artists who are like have an LA aesthetic versus an, a New York aesthetic, and you know, being that you know your work, you know, especially from seven years ago, you know, f- was very fitted very well into the kind of LA art you know lexicon. Like when you moved to New York, did you feel like there was kind of like a th- a rift between like where you, how you fit into all of that? You know, I think that I think that's an interesting uh, point, Luke. Um, you know, I think that maybe you know maybe I fit in just because I knew people and I was doing stuff and I was putting up posters, so I felt like kind of part of all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think all the bright colors and stuff came from Hawaii. You know, sure. and so I think being in New York. Yeah, it. I, I've actually been what I've been working on this year, the last few months, is like even brighter colors and more of them, just like full color, right. just crazy, more than I ever did. Because before it was like pink, mm-hmm. black, white, and gray. Like right. try to keep it kind of together. And I'd do more colors if if the opportunity like. So you're using blue. It. I'm using all the colors, oh, all of them. No, all the piece in uh, Hell's Kitty <laughs> was very colorful. Had awesome. yellows, <laughs> oh, oranges, Oh, man, it's like full on. Yeah. And I think that, that cool. comes from Hawaii, mm. right? Um, yeah, no, that's an interesting observation, Luke. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so you didn't, like, when you, when, you, when you moved to New York, you didn't feel any, like, like I wouldn't say culture shock. I mean, there is, I think there is a very big difference between, like, say you know new york contemporary art versus la art right you know like you you stroll around the chelsea or you know wherever and it's like you know a very different aesthetic philosophy behind yeah, you're you know, not going to see bloody bears or bears <laughs> no, with blood and stuff no, right. no. You know, it's, the work is definitely less illustrative but obviously there's also a big street art culture yep. in new york mm-hmm. too i've noticed i mean like i remember like following you on instagram and seeing like you know like before, you're you're doing a lot of wheat paste kind of stuff, yep. you know. But now you're doing a lot more cans and murals yep. and, and and hand painting. Yep. Did you feel that like you know being in New York kind of helped you know inspire you and motivate you to kind of move more even more so toward like like you know murals, uh, gigantic hand painted murals and stuff. Yeah, like that? Yeah. Well, you know the thing is like you know living here, um, I put up a lot of posters because LA is a driving city, right? So it makes sense to like get things and put them as many places as you can and make sure it's visible. Uh, normally would put them at intersections because you know that like mm-hmm. traffic's going to be stopped, you know, captive audience. Like that was sure. really the thing and that was effective for well, a city like this. Electrical boxes and exactly. shit like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I really didn't paint too many walls. Actually, one of the walls I painted here, I used a brush. Like I wasn't even using spray paint. There was like a period of 10 years where I'd use spray paint once mm-hmm. on oh, a wow. wall. Yeah, Those walls are big sometimes. But they're pretty few and far between the I walls saw, I, I was saw doing one here. In Venice, right? The Venice near Abbot Kinney kind of 
on the way to Epic Kinney, there's like a big wall. You had a big ass thing there. <laughs> what? what Man, so maybe. You don't remember? <laughs> it's there. I don't know if it's still there, but it's there. Anything's possible. You don't remember? Uh, well, I mean, the only wall over there was like with London Police and D-Face and Shepard and all these guys, and I just painted like a little thing in there. I don't know. The one I think, I think was pretty big. Oh, yes. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. West Side, man. I'm a West Sider, hey. so hey. Yeah, no, that okay. was. Uh, and there's no. one at a private school, maybe, or is, is that a private? Yeah, school? That's, uh, that's Vista in, Del Mar. Uh, that's like in uh, Cheviot Hills, right? There's a. Yeah, I don't know. It's like National yeah. Ten Freeway. That's there, dude. I, yeah, saw, I know. I, I saw. I, know. I saw it like two days ago. I know, but I painted that actually after I left LA. Oh, okay. So that's like part of. So part of wow. moving to New York mm-hmm. is New York's a walking city, yeah. and New York yeah. has seasons, like I said. Yeah. So weed paste. Yes, you can do it, but like doesn't really lend itself so much mm. to painting murals. Right. And so getting back to, and of course the history with the graffiti, you know, starting there and all this sort of stuff. So, so really getting back to using spray paint cool. has been something I've been doing a lot of. And I just painted this giant mural for pride, mm. you know, I uh, painted it about a month ago. Um, In New York? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just this last Saturday mm. was the big Pride, uh, pride, pride. Uh, parade, right? And this is like World Pride. This is like they're expecting like even more people than normal to come to New York for this whole celebration. I, I think it's I like read like millions. Well, normally they said it's like two point six million, but right. they're expecting like four point three million. Wait, this this time? is in New York. In New York, yeah. Oh, I thought the big thing was here. I didn't even. Well, know there's a big one here too, but not that big. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shit, New York one's gigantic. Well, because this, this year was also 50 years of the Stonewall riots, which happened in New, York. New York. So, like, yeah. this is like, this was a big year to be oh, involved. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I thought, well, good yeah. thing I came. Didn't even know it existed in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I was like, there's such thing in New York. They, they do that? I didn't know. But yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, so, it's gigantic. Fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so yeah, I've been painting more murals. But, you know, uh, to, your, to your point about the colors, you know, I think for me, like, I'm not so conscious of it because it's just like me and what I'm interested in and kind of mm-hmm. going for it. But, like, if there's people that come to the studio that know me and know my work but maybe don't know, like, me and my story so well, mm-hmm. you know, when it's when I tell them, oh, well, I'm from Hawaii originally, they're like, ah, that makes sense. Awesome. <laughs> 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 so, wait, where is your studio? Is it Brooklyn somewhere? Uh, no, my studio is in Lower Manhattan. Awesome. Yeah, I take this. I live in Brooklyn, uh-huh. and uh, I take the subway every day. Where's Where's the studio? The studio is on Bowery. Bowery. Okay, yeah. wait. You, do you have a mural uh, art on the wall somewhere near there? I yeah, mean, totally. So I went. God, I can't remember. I've been to New York maybe three times in the last, I don't know, eight since my shop closed. But I remember the first time I went, I was like, "Oh shit, Buff Monster!" <laughs> like, I was like, "Oh, you know, I knew you moved there." And then I saw like something big painted, and I can't remember where. I feel like it was a building that was abandoned or something, like a lower somewhere in the lower East Side area. So there, there is a building and, uh, a block from my studio. Uh-huh. Um, and the, I saw the street that. is Christie and Broom, and there it, was is that near the like kind of like I don't know. Is there's a, a park across grassy from there? area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I saw it. So that wall I painted yeah. in 2015, which okay. is a block from my studio. Uh-huh. And then when I did the new big one uh, just recently for Pride. We painted over that one and okay. went all the way to the top of the building. Awesome! So okay. it's it's huge. It's thirty one feet tall by ninety four feet Whoa. wide. Okay, because it's like half a block. I, I mean, always it's a huge. I always building. end up walking in that area, so I know I saw it. But then I feel like even before that, did you paint somewhere where it was like a cir- half circles or maybe like an arch, but it was like a wall that had an arch around it, you know? And I think you painted in those in underneath this. Huh. Yeah, it's not an arch like you can't walk in it. It's just brick maybe and it was like an arch and i think it was huh. all graffitied out but i remember your work was on there and i was huh. like 
kind of proud. I was like, L.A., look at this. <laughs> you know, like the L.A. dude comes to New York and right, right away it had paintings on the wall. And I remember I saw something and I was like, dude, awesome. Like, I, lo- I don't know. It took a little time. It took a little time. But I was happy to see it because I was like, that's actually big. It was in Manhattan and it was big. I was Mm -hmm. like, fuck. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, you know. Enough ass kissing. Little kid from Hawaii, you know. What the hell, right? I guess, man. (laughs) You know, it's funny is that, like, I I have not even, I didn't even realize how many, like, Hawaiian, like, artists that no longer live on the islands there are that have kind of made names for themselves, you know, in the, you know, Nor- the mainland kind of art movement, like such as like you, OG Slick, Woes. You know, there's this, this will you know more than I would ever expect. You can Dio, I think. Yep, it, him yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deffer. Yeah, well, I don't know, uh-huh. but they're like mostly. I don't. I guess they're not all graffiti, but they're kind of graffiti, street arty. Started, you know, kind of. Well, there's but a lot of many, street arty art? stuff. Like, well, no, um, I mean, I think, I mean, like, you all, know, yeah. it all kind of comes from. Painting a name somewhere, and then. But they're all kind of like equal, rough equal in age, right? Like, I mean, I think Slick's a little older, but yeah, yeah. Um, did you know them then, or? No, what's funny okay. is uh, so Woes Woes used to paint graffiti, a traditional kind of graffiti, and I never knew him uh, mm-hmm. back in the days that I was living in Hawaii, mm-hmm. which is a long time ago. Right. But afterwards, you know, he was working with Mind Style, who I used to work with for toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were on this plane to Florida together, and we started talking about all this Hawaii stuff. I was like, dude, that was you? <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> I never met him, but I'd mm-hmm. seen some stuff, and I was like, oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is kind of a small world, right? To, and it's to a certain degree. I mean, it all kind of, like, eventually loops up. Especially, like, like, you have the microcosm of the art world, like these art worlds, like, you know, and certain names kind of pop up here and there. And then, you know, then they kind of come to prominence and suddenly like are able to connect the dots and you're like, Oh snap, there goes my phone. Um, which <laughs> <am> I- <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the funny thing is like we, we've all been doing it for so long. Right. So, so I think that's kind of an interesting thing too. Right, I mean, like, look at all the people you've met and and published and shown, and I mean, think about all those people over the years. Oh, it's a lot. It's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. By the way, um, Thomas Hahn wants to say oh. it was great seeing you. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's got a great michelada recipe as oh. well. <laughs> wow. And that Jamie, my man, and that Jamie started all that like Hello Kitty shit. Awesome. So that's all true. <clears throat> that's all true. Yeah, it was great <laughs> to see Thomas, man. It's been so long since I've seen him. It's been a long time for a lot of us. You know, he just recently has kind of you know come back up again and yeah. You know, is you know trying to get like back on his feet. So, yeah. You know, shout out to Thomas Hahn. Wildly energetic too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's but positively so, energetic. But yeah. so, like, what do you think, Eric? I mean, like I said, you've been curating all this stuff for so long. You've known so many artists over the years. What do I think of what? I don't know. How is curating an art show now different than it was ten years ago, five years ago? I guess I've changed. I, I mean, I, I don't really. Is it know. easier, harder? You have people DMing you all the time I on Instagram, say, like, "Hey, say, show my work." I think it's harder because uh, there's way more. Uh, maybe there's more outlets, more competition. The artists I know that got bigger, they're they're busier, uh, unavailable to me off, oftentimes, right. yeah. And, yeah. you know. And mm. some have gotten really big and definitely like unavailable and can't even, yeah, you know, I can't even bother them anymore. <laughs> so it's kind of how it goes. But uh, and at the same time, I meet new young artists too. So uh, in a way, that's I, that's my place. I think. I mean, this isn't uh, uh, as big as Corey Helford, and, and you know, as beautiful as Corey Helford, but. This has its place, and I know what that place is. So in that way, I'm good with it. You know, it works well, and I'm happy with that. 
you know, like I'm not seeking to make a space 10 times bigger than this. I'm good right here. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of like it. So, yeah, in that way, I'm, <laughs> I, I dig it, though. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> so, no, I mean, that's just, but that, I'm saying is that's like, you know, for me, uh, it's in a way the same, but some of the artists I realize it's like, oh, they're gone for me, you know, like yeah. I'm not going to bother them anymore yeah. for art shows and I got to live with that. But it's amazing to see that too, you know, so in that way, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I didn't, I didn't mean to insinuate that, I mean, that you, you wanted this to be something other than it was. I was just oh, no, thinking I, about your experience, just kind of. But that's my together. experience, though. Yeah. Is like I, I, those those opportunities were there for me to like make a bigger space, and I could have grew with some artists that got gigantic. Right. But I just not interested. Right. Wasn't interested. So as I saw things kind of grow, I'm like, awesome. Like looking at it, going, whoa, rad, yeah. you know. And uh, then you know, I just keep going and doing what I do. So right. in that way, no, it's all good. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm happy with it. But then the, I'm just also mesmerized by how the scene has grown from like uh, me being a hobbyist, you know, an art hobbyist uh, to, you know, being able to curate shows and then watching like a new world kind of come out of it. Cause I didn't know like this would grow into like more things too. Uh, there was like a lot less opportunities and uh, yeah, I don't know. And that way it's rad, you know, and then glad like whatever big galleries grew out of it and glad to see all these things that happen. So that's it's mesmerizing yeah yeah and it's yeah. way bigger than one person right it's yeah tons of people and uh we'll see maybe it grows more I, i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> you know but yeah kind of mind gets blown in a way because i mean you're in new york doing it and i'm like this exists in new york too you know like i kind of like almost like my world is my personal world is smaller so i see things how it is here but then i'm like what what opportunities are there in new york i almost think there aren't any but then well, you wouldn't be too too far off. Yeah, because I feel like <laughs> you know, in, in, you know in a, like what would a young artist? What are they going to do in New York? It's going to be tough. Okay. <laughs> so again, in, in what? <laughs> yeah. So like, no, seriously, you're right. I mean, we had Cannibal Flower all those years ago. Oh, we had yeah. like all these right? things, all these yeah, opportunities, yeah, right? right? It was like it was a really so like nurturing does, environment. That doesn't yeah. exist in New York. Somewhere in uh, way out yonder, Brooklyn. God. There's I, no, there's I no don't think it even exists in Los Angeles anymore, to be honest. Like, yeah, Cannibal Flower still happens, but it's... Does it really? Yeah, it does. Elsie <laughs> still does it. Like, no you kidding. Know, but, I mean, but I do hear of, like, shows happening at these places or that... Pl- you know, like, I, I hear of other stuff. But the, the, the thing is, is that, like, you know, it, Lightning's, like... It's like that time, like, between 2003 to 2007, it was like Lightning. Like, you know... Things were like crazy, like people were just coming up and coming up fast, you know, and then of course the recession happens, everything turns to shit and fucking, you know, everyone and, you know, the people who really had a firm grasp on what was going on were able to, you know, stay afloat, but so many other people sank, you know, and like it's never really kind of come back to that, you know, to that level, that that place where it was, you know, when, you know, uh, Buff and I were like coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, it was um, like, you know, that was a, a crazy time. Like, I, I uh, thought do, it was. Do you agree? I kind of, I don't even know. I don't remember <laughs> anymore. Well, I mean, like, that, this was back when, that, I mean, that was a time when you had freaking, like, you know, sh- um, stores and galleries all up and down, like, on the East Coast and the West Coast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did have Over in Silver Lake and uh, the you restaurant. Know, and San Francisco oh and New York, you know, yeah. freaking, like. But as an artist, was it like crazy at that point well because th- i feel like 2006 was a huge year for me mm-hmm. 2006 was like 
not like life changing, but they're like 2006 was a really big year for me. I, mm-hmm. I quit my magazine job. I went on tour That's around right. the country. You were doing design at yeah, a yeah. magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flint? Uh, no, it was, um, it was, well, I worked at a few magazines. I worked, I worked at Larry Flint too, like for a little bit, but I worked, the the last magazine was at BPM, which when I started was in the Flint building. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my, my brother's here. He was working the Flint building at the same time too. Wow. Yeah. Old Flint building or the newer round one, the oval one? Because before. Uh, Oh, I only know the oval one. What's that? Okay, because I, I worked at um before he moved you there. Yeah. Wait, was it on Sunset? I forgot, man. But okay. It was <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, t- 2006 was a big year. You know, I, I quit my job to go on tour and the whole thing, and you know, came awesome. back and I was just like super busy with everything. I mean, there's just like God, it was like insane back then. It really was. So it's not insane now. I see you as being pretty busy yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're, 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 I think I am busy. I work a lot. I like working. I, I like not working. It, like it's all good. If it's like, hey, I got to work, you know, twelve hour days for the next month. Fine, so be it. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it's like, oh, hey, we're going on a little private island for a week. Great. No emails. <laughs> I'm good. Wow. So I can go either way, and that's kind of like the balance, right? It's like you're gonna bust your ass all this time because you know, like. It won't be like that, obviously, every day. Uh, but, yeah, no, I don't know. I like working. I do a lot of stuff. But I, I guess it's, uh, I don't know. It's just different now. It's not as, like, frantic. It's not as crazy all over the place. It's a little more like, okay, I'm going to do that. No, I'm not going to do that. And, you know, it's like, just get on with it. Or, like, I'm going to do that, but I'll do that later because I just want to make paintings. Right. You know, that's what I've been doing recently is just kind of ignoring as much as I can and just, like, I just want to work. Just just by myself in the studio working that's it do you got some shows coming up i do i do have some shows i have a show coming up in switzerland july 22nd that's coming zurich up. switzerland yeah wow. that is coming wow. up yeah um yeah so it's it's called coley gallery i've worked with them before they're in zurich mm-hmm. switzerland and what they've done is they've changed how they do their art shows instead of the normal way mm-hmm. it's a one-week show oh it's five pieces it's one week. That's it. Moving on to the next one. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So it is a solo show. Uh, but yeah, it's five pieces. Are and, you going uh, big with these? Uh, no, they're actually kind of small. They're actually kind of small. So what I've been doing is normally, and Luke, I'm sure you know how this goes, is normally you have a show. So you have a deadline. Mm-hmm. You're going to work mm-hmm. uh, really hard uh, leading up to that deadline. Yeah. And uh, you just hope you get you amass uh, uh, the right kind of number of paintings that it all makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what I've been doing this year is instead of being on that usual kind of thing, Mm -hmm. I've just kind of early, much earlier than I would normally start working, uh, just ignoring everything and making paintings. So in the last several months, I've made more paintings than I've ever made. And, And it's not like painting for a show where you're like, oh, hey, I need to get 12 paintings or i need 16 paintings or whatever the number is so it's like oh everyone counts this this time it's like oh that one sucks cool i'll paint over it tomorrow i don't care i don't even take a good photo of it it's like who cares so it's just like this creative process of like i'm not trying to get a number i just want i just want to be painting as long as i'm painting i'm doing the right thing i'm jealous that like (laughs) i i i I, I need to get over like a serious case of the burnouts in order for me to like you know Uh, well you need to go on a trip so you know i always tell people to Watch this interview with Stefan Sagmeister, who's a big designer. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
and he did a TED talk mm -hmm. a long time ago called The Power of Time Off. And The Power of Time Off. So Stefan Sagmeister is a big designer. He works on big projects. He has a big office. And has nice books. When he m makes a book, it's beautiful. Nice books. Sure. And so what he does, every seven years, he closes his studio for a year. Mm. Closed. Gone. Website not working. Emails not working. Closed. Gone. See in a year. Wow. And he spends a year... Now, I don't know what his assistants do. <laughs> but His work? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's nothing to do. Like, they're oh, okay. gone. they got to get a different job for a year. Like, they oh, got to okay. do whatever they got to do. Oh, I thought, I thought they would you keep uh, something I mean, going. maybe he pays them a stipend, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Wow. Um, but so then he spends a year traveling, working on little projects, like just being creative, right? right? And then, so, so, but here's the thing. He says that, in that year of screwing around and blah, 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 coming up with ideas, just kind of like just being creative, all that sort of stuff, he generates enough ideas to see him through for the next seven years. Whoa. Oh. Wow. Okay. okay. <laughs> right, nobody click off and look at that yet. <laughs> that sounds really rad. But no, yeah. that, it's a really good video. So, like, so that's the thing, right? So that's where it's like I work a lot. But I also take time off because you, you have to have that time off. Yeah. You have to go travel. You have to go do things. You have to see friends. You have to do all the things that you don't normally have time for. Right. You know, you just, you have to. Yeah. There's just no two ways about it, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, or I'm, do you just spend time burning out? <laughs> a slow burn. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do I'm, everything the same, just burn out. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I, I Yeah. No, I, I mean, I've been trying to, like, be better at, like, you know, managing, you know, um, my, like, the amount of time I spend, you know, working on paintings and stuff like that. But then, you know, there's another kind of thing that I have to manage, and it's called money. Yeah. And, you know, and That's so, funny. like, you know, finding a balance between the two has been kind of tough for me, you know, because I'm, you know... That shit burns holes in my pockets, man. <laughs> you know, and I just need to like, you know, um, I I just go out and I'll vent by um, by I'll vent by spending, you know, and you know, next thing you know, it's like, oh, well, kind of back to painting, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, hey, you want to do a show? Like, you want me to put in your group show? What's your group show? You know, and um, so it's uh, you know, I I you know, I I basically kind of. You know, I mean, like, you know, I'm, yeah, I, it's. Well, look, of, I yeah. think there, there's this book that, that I've talked about before called The War of Art. Mm. And The War of Art um, is this pretty insane book. It's, it's, it's the short, like a chapter might be like a paragraph. Like it's pretty easy to get through. Yeah. And The War of Art was recommended to me uh, by a friend and collector. And I have a pretty good work ethic, so like, that's fine. And I wasn't looking for a book like this. Mm -hmm. But he's like, dude, you know, seeing you, going to your studio. He's like, dude, I got this book called The War of Art. And I've just been, like, working, man. Like, get up early before I go to work. I just, like, make stuff. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll check out that book. Mm -hmm. And this book, oh, man, like, it's just like a swift kick in the ass. It, like, really? it is like like nothing else. It's Who like, wrote it? Uh, I don't know, but oh. he's he's done, like, a subsequent books. 
He's done subsequent books after that. And um, Larry Flint wrote it. I'm just kidding. So yeah, it's uh, man, the War of Art. Huh? Now I'm not saying you need that, or, or I, I'm not I might, saying that you I, should read that. I'm no, just saying like I, hey. if if you want to have a different perspective, maybe on things, because I think you know with the war metaphor. I mean, I think being an artist is like the war of attrition. Mm. It's just like who is still doing it after all these years? Right. You know, how do you maintain it? You know, oh, how yeah. do you be creative? How do you not be burnt out? How do you stay? How do you, how do you stay relevant? That's like another thing. You know, like people like you know, like you know, I, I I'm like you know, especially like you know, in this modern social media kind of era, like how do you like you know like keep people's interest? Because like you know, I I feel like I mean, there's plenty of artists out there who have taken extended like breaks and boom, they just kind of drop out. Like, you know, like, you know, like right now everyone's on Instagram, right? Like what's going to be the next fucking app that like, you know, everyone's following everybody else on, you know? And like, you know, if you, if you are taking a break when that fucking window of opportunity opens up, you know, and then you decide to jump in it later on, you know, it's, it's, you're like literally like just like, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing in order to get like you know followers and whatever to and people to pay attention to you you know like i like shit there's plenty of artists out there who like took you know years off and where are they now like they were like here you know maybe like five six seven years ago and that you know they kind of disappear maybe things happen like maybe families happen you know or like you know general disdain for like the lifestyle <laughs> happens you know and then like suddenly they're here you know and like you know like if you're like i do not want to experience the fucking you know the the ba- the financial backlash of being from here to being down here you know because it's um it will be rough i i don't think i could be able to like you know live off of like you know like that like drop uh, in interest and collectors and stuff like that. So like, I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, I have to have like a, a calendar, a, a steady calendar of like, you know, things going on, you know, obviously like, you know, I, you know, the, I don't want to like, I, I can't do like two solo shows a year. Like I used to, that's just fucking like, you know, going to break my back. But, you know, you know, I, I at the same time, like, you know, I, you know, like, doing shows working in los angeles showing in los angeles like you can't fucking like you know do like multiple shows in different galleries here anymore right you know like yeah. um you know galleries are, are becoming pretty like you know i remember before i'd do a show at gallery 1988 and then i'll do a fucking show at Corey helford and i'll fucking like you know put some stuff in giant robot you know you know fucking doing some stuff at copro oh. gallery you know whatever <laughs> like, like I was these, just, these paintings didn't work <laughs> i'll give them to eric <laughs> <laughs> you know but like you know the like you know back but back then like you know people were like so fucking hungry you know for you know material that or for new work that like you know it didn't matter you know, but like because things have gotten pretty tight, have tightened up around here. Like, you know, certain galleries are very like you know protective or you know of you know the artists that they show and don't don't want them you know working with other galleries. Well, you know? I, I mean, there's some of that going on like years ago too. Yeah, I mean, there there was definitely oh you're working with them. All right, well, hey, not going to invite you to our show then. Right, right. You know, but 
It's it, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, hey, look, it's it's a career, and you have to be strategic. I mean, you know, it's like, look, you're basically a small business owner, and you just you have to be on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be strategic. You can't piss off the wrong people or the right people. You gotta you gotta you know, it's like if you're in it for the long haul, you gotta like be smart about it. Right. You know. Right. So yeah, you gotta play like the gotta really study supply and demand. You know, with your own stuff too, yourself as well. So, do you think that that is different? Like, so you're saying how like you used to be able to show or, or put pieces everywhere and blah blah blah. Now it's not like that. So, do you think that's like you specific, or you think that's just kind of L.A.? You think? I mean, because I don't know. You probably have other artist friends here. Maybe they have different take. I don't know. Yeah, I think it depends on who you're working with. You know, like I don't know. Um, I I don't mind saying it here. I I think it's you know okay for me to say it here, but like. You know, Corey Helford has been, you know, very like, you know, picky. It was specific, uh, protective of the artists that they show. Um, I have a um, a group show that I'm curating coming up. You yeah, know? you are. Yeah, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> it's uh, actually next month with <laughs> Mr. Nakamura, and like you know, they've kind of like said like, look, you know, we don't we'd prefer that you don't invite you know certain uh, mm. some of their artists because huh. you know. And to do one tiny piece, yeah, a little oops, piece, oops. or you know, like you know, especially yeah. like artists that they and, and to a certain degree, I understand. Like, if you have an artist who's showing like later on that year, you know, you don't want them to like have to, you know, be you know um, distracted by group shows when they should be working on, um, you know, like all their gallery two and gallery one are gigantic, fucking gigantic, you know, and like you know, like I just did a gallery two show and that was a twenty eight painting show. You know, I don't. I, I remember back when I used to be okay. I could just do fifteen paintings for a fucking solo show and you know cruise with that. You know, but like you could do it here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. do Got six. You. <laughs> Got you. Got you. Yeah. you know, but we'll do like, one of those one week twenty eight painting yeah. show things. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but like um, not, not for twenty eight paintings for one week is never going to fucking happen. Oh, 15, I mean, fifteen. That's good. <laughs> you know, but like um, you know, I, I it's but like you know when like you know they kind of approached me and said like hey we you know don't want you to reach out to um the artists that you know we regularly work with because you know we are afraid that like it'll confuse collectors into like you know and stuff like that i was like well that sucks but you know um you know and i i can and it's it's become a thing like you know where like you know there's a there's certain galleries that are vying for certain artists and um they don't want these artists to kind of like spread out and like do a show with think space well, do a show with yeah. copro well, I mean, it makes like sense that, right know, i mean so. they're going to invest a lot of time and money yeah. and it's like i i i, I, I understand why they 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 said that like i and i can you know i i get it so and i'm not mad at them about it but like you know um and i you know and yeah and you know that's that becomes another issue of like supply and demand right you of know? course so you know when artists spread themselves out too thin you know they're hurting themselves you know, so definitely. You know, but, anyways, I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> you went to Luke World. <laughs> Luke World is a great place. No, no, Luke, Luke World. World. Luke World is where I go on about like how you know people need to die and blah blah blah. But oh. you know, but, okay. because of you know global warming and oh, that. <laughs> you oh, know? that's you. 
<laughs> but we're not going there tonight. Not tonight. Oh, maybe. Well, well can, can can I say that I'm in that show? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so that's good. You know, Buff Monster uh, yeah. has graciously agreed <laughs> to be a part of the food show. I'm very happy. Well, to you, have know, you know, it's funny, right? I mean, I, I paint ice cream all the yes. time, right? So it's like it's it's all food. I mean, I don't think of it as food, but it it, it is all it food. Is food. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So you know, like I said, making all these paintings, it's actually a new experience. Where like, if if you would ask me, I. Maybe I normally would have been like, oh, my God, oh, God, oh, God, one more thing. Oh, I don't know if I could do it, you know, whatever. But now that I've just been working all the time, it's like, oh, I have all these paintings. Like, which one am I going to send to Wow, that's yeah. amazing. I was actually thinking about it. I got two. I was like, it might be this one. It might be that one. So we'll see. You know, so are like, you doing more paintings versus murals, like time-wise? Oh, right yeah, now? definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they're all small paintings I've been doing, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, mischaracterize what I've been doing. They're sure. all small. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're kind of more like studies, right? So, like, figuring out technical things and kind of just like, okay, how is all this stuff going to work? Figuring out what is kind of working for me and then working on bigger paintings mm-hmm. from there, right? Like, awesome. That's kind of the plan. So. so are you doing murals still at the same time, like doing that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I, I don't paint that many murals, actually. Okay. You know, this one for Pride is a big one. Yeah. It's pretty close to the biggest one I've ever done. And, um, yeah, but other than that, like, I don't know. I You know, I might do, like, one or two, like, decent murals a year. It's it's not that many, mm, you know. Okay. I mean, there's other street artists that are like out there, like touring the world. Yeah. They're gone for six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're painting every sure. day they can. I mean, it sounds awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, I just I, I have other. I don't know. There's just other things to do, other opportunities that present themselves. Where I'm like, ah, that yeah. sounds good. I want to do that. Awesome. You know. I don't. Yeah. I don't think that. Like. I mean. Like. I think. You know, I, I, that's like one thing I always kind of felt with, especially with like certain LA artists. You know, like you and I have both done like art toys. We've done, yep. you know, we worked with a lot of the same people, people. over yeah. all these years. And it's just this <laughs> like constant hustle of like, you know, like oh, that sounds, f- oh, that that looks great. Let's give that a try and see, like, you know, how, whether or not like it, you know, has an opportunity of like maybe attracting new people to the work and like you know trying and it'll just be a fun experience in general. Mm-hmm. You know, so like you know, uh, I, I get it. Like you know, you know, uh, I think that there's you know so many different like things that are happening all the time and like new things are constantly coming up. You know, yeah. you don't want to shut yourself off to these kind of opportunities, especially if you could find a way to fit your aesthetic into it. You know. I also think it's really important to be picky and to say no a lot. Sure. You know, so because that's what happened to me. It's like, oh, hey, it's my friend. Hey, this would be good. Hey, new eyeballs on the thing. Like, oh, that sounds good. Like, yeah, well, I should do that. You right, know, right. it sounds good for all these reasons. But then you just get stressed out. And like, if, if you don't have like good ideas and it's like, you know, th- then it can get kind of. Uh, uh, it depends you, on how you know? much they're willing to compensate you for your for it. Like yeah. you know, like you know, I think that like you know, I, I I think that's like you know the 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 big thing. Like you know, are they going to like you know if they're asking you to like travel all the way out here? Are they going to put you up? Are they going to you know provide you with everything you need? Or is it going to are they going to make you comfortable? Are they going to pay you for the work? Are you, you know yeah. You know, and like, you know, but like, you know, yeah, I don't. Well, I have an agent for all that. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Are they in New York too? Uh, no, she's in LA. Oh, awesome. oh nice. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. awesome. I've known her forever. I've never gotten But yeah, an she agent. just, she just hammers all that stuff out. And, uh, yeah. I just, I just kind of like ignore a lot of emails. 
<laughs> and then I and then I have a lov- lovely publicist over here too that oh, helps nice. me with lots of projects too. So yeah, you know, it, take, it takes a lot of people, you know, like uh, yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah, you know, it might just it might be me like alone in the studio or me with an assistant sometimes. Um, but yeah, but there's other people outside of the studio like helping with lots of things, you know. Like it's just. It, do you plan on staying in New York for a while? Is that the plan or? Well, you know, uh, there's a weird look you're having. So this is interesting. <laughs> no, New York's great. Look, right. but you know, I was in Hawaii for Christmas this last year, and it's the first time I'd been back in a few years. And oh, it's so nice out there. It's like I'd really like to spend more time out there. Yeah. yeah. And then we, here we are in, in LA again, and uh, we're both enjoying our time here in LA. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you know, I don't know. We're not making any rash decisions, you know. But right. uh, yeah, it's good. You know? okay. I think it's a good time to be alive, you know, kind of sure. wherever you are. Sure. You know, sure. But sure. you're going to move out of New York. Are you from, uh, you're from Oahu, I take yeah, it, Yeah, right? Oahu, yeah. Born, oh. I lived there until I was 17, then I moved wow. to L.A. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's true. That's hard. You know, cut my teeth here and then uh, Did you go to on. one of those, what is it? The, I can't remember the names of these schools anymore in Hawaii. Oh, Punahou. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I went yeah, to that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. The one Obama went to. Yeah, Obama. Yeah, that one. Lance from J Church, our J Church band, right? Oh. They were there, and a lot of. It seems like almost everybody you meet went to Punahou. <laughs> that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Man, it's that's an amazing cool. school. Oh, is it? I mean, it really is. It's like you know, supposedly wow. one of the top ten in the whole country. I mean, it's like a serious school. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I had really no good. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Well, cool. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's really funny. You know what's weird? Um, when people leave uh, Hawaii, mm-hmm. you know where like one of the biggest places that people go to. Las Vegas. Oh, you mean to live? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Sure. Isn't that weird? No, I didn't know mm. that. Like, th- there's no water there. That's weird. There's yeah. no, it's like... Well, that's why there's a California hotel, and, right, the California hotel is basically like a Hawaii hotel. It's called California. Hmm. Yeah. And they have a Hawaii restaurant. Hawaiian oh, restaurant. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, huh, it's called is, the But California. no, like, but to, yeah. to move from Hawaii weird, right? to Las <laughs> Vegas, yeah. is this like... Yeah. yeah, I mean, like you know, the I, I imagine like the cost of living in Las Vegas is significantly lower than like you know Hawaii. Yeah, so definitely. you know, your dollar definitely probably goes a lot, lot uh, you know, a little bit yeah. further. But it's not like living in like I don't know anywhere other than fucking you know North North America. Yeah. yeah. The w- one one other thing I will say about New York is you know we traveled lots of places, lots of places in Europe, lots of other places, and like like. Going to Switzerland. It is so clean in Switzerland. Like, you would not believe it. I was taking photos of the sidewalk. Is it because New York's dirty? Cause New York's oh, my dirty. God. It's like you go to these places, <laughs> and then you come back to New York, and you're like, what is going on? There's so much money here. Actually, before I came here, I read a list of where the most billionaires are. Mm-hmm. New York is number one. Of wow. any city in the world has the most billionaires. Mm. And the stuff that we have to endure living in New York, it's just like, what? Why are they there? There's so Why much money they? here. Yeah. And, but the infrastructure sucks, and it's dirty, and it's just like, ugh. Um. Is that, it is weird, right? Because it's like Manhattan is immune. Just Manhattan's. There's a lot of rats, man. Dude, it is, it is oddly. <laughs> it is oddly. There like, are. There's rats everywhere. Oh, well, so the story was that there was one rat per person. Uh, that, that was like the rough estimate. And New York's a city of a lot more. No, 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 no. New York's a city of nine million people. Okay, so that was that was like the kind of you know whatever. That's the so there's nine million rats. Is it going uh, wisdom? But then I saw this news story. It said now it's actually only two million rats. 
Oh, that's it? That's what? Oh, <laughs> no way. Well, there's already, you know, there, there are people going up high, and maybe there's less rats up high. Right, and there's right. A, but there's a shit ton on the ground. Like, Dude, like, I mean, you're like crazy. two million just fucking <laughs> scatter, skittering and around that, in the sub- subway. There's two, there's two million in the subway, subway alone. alone. yeah. <laughs> you know? So, do you take the subway? Yeah, every day, man. Oh, okay. So I wasn't sure if you're a private car dude or nah, a Uber nah, or whatever. No, nah, you know, okay, so, okay, so. Because, you know, there's, I see fights videos yeah. tons of fight videos uh, i mean <laughs> subway always, is just crazy it's always new york it's just crazy but you oh, know man. but but you know like traffic is such a big part of your life when you live in la yeah. it's just like yeah. it's like the it just it, 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 it has to do with every decision you make hey am i gonna go to this thing oh where is it uh what time is it blah 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 right. so moving to new york is like oh the subway i can get anywhere in this city Mm-hmm. Anytime, even rush hour. Right. It's like 15 minutes. It's like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so pretty you, remarkable. You, so your studio's in Manhattan. You yeah. live in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Are, do you spend most of your time in Manhattan, or are you mostly in Brooklyn? Well. No, I mean, aside from sleeping and shit like that, but I mean. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I'm just at the like, studio. Like social I mean, events, just, like like going to art shows and stuff. Uh, Is it yeah, Manhattan or I Brooklyn? guess there's a lot going on in Manhattan. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. I mean, do you go to like all these galleries out there that show work unlike your work? Because I think I always picture most of those galleries are going to show work unlike yours <laughs> yeah. in Manhattan, right? Yeah. But I mean, uh, do you, do you, are you going to like, uh, I don't even know what's there anymore, man. Are you going to like Art Shows in Chelsea, for example? And well, that's at, where a lot of galleries are, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I do. I, I, you know, 10 years ago when I was living here, like I was, I would go all around LA. That's to what a he good does. opening. Yeah. That's what like, he does. I mean, I would, yeah. I mean, wherever, Santa Monica, yeah. Long Beach, I mean, sure. I would drive. Like, yeah. right. I'm going to, like, you got a two hour window, maybe three, yeah. and try to just cram in as much as you can. Yep. Those days are way behind. So me. you're not doing that in New York? Like, I, you know, no, I just, uh, right. I just work. Mm. Or I go to a couple openings here and there, and that's usually sufficient. Are, do you show a lot in Manhattan at all? Like, are you showing? Well, to go back to to Luke's previous question, I do have a show coming yeah. up, okay. uh, in October in mm-hmm. New York. It's just up the street from my studio on Bowery, and it's with Dalek. Oh, nice, awesome. Yeah, so he and I did a show together last year, and um, you know, I'm a fan of his forever. Yeah. You know, I've bought little paintings over the years. And, cool. And uh, I, but I never really knew him, you know, and. Um, Gallery connected us, and we did a show last year, and that was good. And so we uh, we agreed to do it again. Mm. And uh, yeah, rock and roll, nice. Awesome. You know, because he he doesn't live in New- he lives in North Carolina or something exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he just kind of he lived in New York, you know. Right. He was. Yeah. yeah and then gotcha. he just uh, he moved out there, you know, um, wanted to do different things, and that's what he's been doing. Cool. So yeah, no, I talked to him like last week. I hadn't talked to him like. Probably since our show last year, I just mm-hmm. called him, just talking about stuff. Like, that's yeah, good. So you have a show happening in New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, cool. It'll be fun. Is it hard to get shows out there? Like, yeah, you know, yourself? it's just it's just really tough. You yeah. know, it's just you know part of the thing about New York is that it's expensive. Right? Yeah, right. you know, like the, the pressure, like, you know, the the rent's high, the weather's intense. Like, it's just it's just like full on. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to art, it's just about the numbers, man. It's like the gallery has to pay so much money in rent. Right. It's like, how much are your paintings? How many can you sell? Uh, no, not going to do that. Or, yeah, cool. Hey, let's do it. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it's just like, it's crazy. So, you know, I think it's some of those, like, nuts and bolts stuff that you just have to take into account. Right. You know? So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you follow like the entire so. Jonathan Levine kind of thing? As uh, he, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I never worked with Jonathan. I had one piece in a group show once. Yeah, same here. That was curated by someone else. So I was like, had nothing to do with him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, look, man, I don't know. Uh, I think he did some things that uh, were not qu- quite, you know, the way business should be done. And sure. so, yeah, consequences. Yeah. Yeah, I actually don't know what that is, but okay. I heard some rumors, you know, here and there. Oh no! You know, but like, I, I'm not even really quite sure if I could even articulate what those rumors are. Yeah. I can, but I'm not. It's yeah, just like, hey, you know, like uh, I don't know. I had no idea. Yeah, but all I know is he was doing some kind of pay-to-play type of art thing in New Jersey or something. Like yeah. you had to pay to. Uh, I didn't quite. That that's. I was like, oh. That didn't sound very appealing. Well, I mean, here's yeah. the thing. I think that, like, in our world, we're not used to this, like, hey, pay to be considered for this thing. But, I mean, I think, like, look, if you're in Idaho and you're painting coyotes or something and you want to show somewhere, yeah, you pay 30 bucks and it's hopefully they'll let you in. It's only 30 bucks. Oh, yeah, well, but it's you know, whatever it is, oh, right? Oh, that doesn't guarantee you in. Right. You, you oh, know, it's like, yeah, like yeah, a jury show. Like, gotcha. I think that's, like, pretty typical, like, outside oh, of what we're used to. Sure. And so that's what he was doing is, like, competition, you know. And, right. you know, he... he he presented in a way that it seemed like if you won, that'd be pretty good, right? So I don't know what the entry fee was, oh. but you know that'd be pretty small compared to what you could, yeah, potentially get, get out, out of it, it, right? Like mm-hmm. the exposure yeah. and right. blah blah blah. So you're buying a lot of tickets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm. Dollar so. for a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> More I don't know. Like I said, I never worked with him. I didn't have a dog in the fight, so mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I just kind of. But it's one of those things where I feel like he was one of the. He was doing something that I kind of understood. You know, like the artist he was showing, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, he's doing this, and then he it, that didn't work. That's when I was like, oh my god, that that's not going to work there, as far as I can tell, right? I'm like, oh, well, I think that know, I mean these are artists that I kind of n- understand what they do here, and then they're doing it there, and all of a sudden I'm like, that doesn't work. So then I was confused. I'm like, well, what works then? Well, I wouldn't say that it doesn't work because I I think it does work. I think that there's just like. I don't know. Sometimes businesses have some issues and things, sure. and, you know. Sure. Well, you know, I mean, so it's not it's not just the market. I'm I'm just saying, like, there's like well, there's who multiple show, who, forces. who would show Luke's work there? Because I thought Jonathan may one day, but then. Do you want to show in New York? I would love to do a show in New York. Is there anybody you have in mind that you'd want to work with out there? I don't know of anybody that. Uh, that would be. Inter- uh, it get all this, I get a cut of this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about me, man? Yeah, we'll split it. Yeah, no. Yeah, New yeah. York, I think everyone, like in Los Angeles, kind of wants to, like you know, show in New York, right? You know, it's it, it, there's a mythology to it of some sort. Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, well, it's, yeah. New, it's new fucking York, you know. Yeah. So like, but you know, I think you know, I I just n- have never like explored all my opportunities i always kind of saw like oh there's jonathan levine you know and then i'll get like some invitations from places upstate and i'm like <laughs> you know i'm and i'm not talking about beacon i'm like talking upstate <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh like you know i've worked with the guys from Cl- clutter before doing stuff and you know that's fun and fine and beacon's beautiful but like you know i i would you know ideally like to do something that's in the boroughs you know I'm um, not particularly picky about like Manhattan versus Brooklyn, right. you know, kind of thing. Then you could show in Queens. Is there anything in Queens? I don't know if there's no, too many there's nothing in Queens. Okay, <laughs> so, never mind. Um, you know, but like, you know, I mean, like, I, I would have loved to have, you know, worked with like, you know, Cotton Candy Machine back when they were yeah. still around, you know. They live in Beacon now. Yeah, they do. You know, That's so, true. That's all you know, true. Yeah. 
No, I mean, obviously, that would have been a great place. Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, Super Chief. You know, I met. They have a gallery in Los Angeles. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. I I met the uh, the guys once, mm-hmm. um, but like I haven't like you know really like kept up with what they've been up to. Super Chief would have been awesome. You know, they're very hip. You know, kind of. They seem very hip. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, but I don't know whether or not they. You know, my my. Esth- I don't know. I I don't want to like, you know. May imply like oh my work wouldn't work there because I think they w- it wouldn't work there because I don't know yeah. you know what 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 works and what doesn't yeah, yeah, yeah you know but I'm I'm also trying to like I don't know I'm, we're all trying to evolve and grow and move and you know explore different directions in our work and you know, we'll see w- what happens you know as I continue pushing myself and yeah so yeah I know man it's tricky it's yeah. tricky are you still making like toy figures are you still doing that stuff or it's I haven't. I feel like I haven't seen anything in a second on that. But so let me tell you what happened. Oh, okay. Um, so earlier this year, before mm-hmm. I dove into painting full time, I decided it had been too long without a new toy figure. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm going to go through pages, folders. I'm going to go through all the ideas of toys I've had. So I scanned them in. If they weren't scanned in, I dug through all these things and I like accumulated all these designs over all these years. Mm-hmm. Some like 10 years old, some not that old. Mm-hmm. Organized this whole thing and I'm like old school, right? So I take all these things, I print out like little little thumbnails of them and I, I physically maneuver them around my desk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay. Wow. So, okay. So there's these here, there's these here. So here's like Chinese production, here's Japanese production, here's resin we could do in-house or out-house, out of the house, out of the studio. I'm just like figuring out, okay, well, these should be first and th- okay, once we do those, we'll do these. Like I, I got this whole master plan. I printed it out. It's on my studio wall. And as soon as I did that, I just abandoned it. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to do yeah, it. that's what happened. Um, so yeah, I do want to do them. Oh, okay. So I have a whole plan, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but which you would know because I haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally that would bother me because you know I think that you're only judged by what you do, right? So it doesn't matter like how many projects you start; it matters how many projects you finish, right? So for doing all that work, well, I have nothing to show for it really. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, so you know whatever, right? But um, I do want to do stuff. I just, you know, just this last year was so crazy for me. I was just, like, too stressed out with too many things. Went to Hawaii, just kind of was like, I'm not doing anything. Um, So this year has been an interesting year. And whereas normally um, I would be like, oh, well, hey, you know, like, for example, I've always sold stuff on my website. And there's always kind of making new things on the website. So, like, I recently, like, ran out of sticker packs. I have two different sticker packs, sold out of sticker packs. So, normally, I'd be like, oh, got to make new stickers. Mm-hmm. This time, I'm like, nope. Mm. I'll do them later or whenever. I like, I just, like, have to focus on what's important. And for mm-hmm. me, what's important is making the paintings. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Just do the paintings. In addition to that, um, you know, any new projects you take on, like toys and stuff, I know there's just, like, 50 emails. It's like, I, just, I don't want 50 emails. And if I'm doing three projects, that's 150 emails. If I'm doing five projects, that's 250 emails. Right. I don't want that. Like, I don't want more emails. Mm-hmm. I don't. So is this a thing that you're going to put on the back burner and maybe do another Well, no, I, I have people hitting me up about making yeah. toys and stuff, and I do want to do toys. It's yeah. just like, it's just got to be kind of the right thing. I you see. know, like, I think I got to get through these paintings. 
keep cranking on those, so I feel like I'm in a good place with those. Okay, toy companies out there, five emails. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> monster, five emails. Well, that's, I, that's yeah. actually what I tell people. Because, yeah. you know, like I have friends in the toy business, yeah. and, and I tell them, I was like, look, the only way I can do this is if it's going to be easy. Like, it just, that's, that's it. Like, it's got to be easy. And ideally, easy means efficient. Right. 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 Yeah. Efficient. Efficiency is what we're after. You know, it's like, I've been doing this long enough. I know what goes into all these things. Even projects that are like, oh, just, yeah, you just send a couple emails. Yeah, you just go. Da, 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 da. It seems so, everything seems so easy and so efficient. And it's like, I've just I've done it enough times. It's like, I know it's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> Especially uh, 3D. I mean, 3D is just like infinitely harder than 2D. I can do 2D stuff easy. I can make new prints. I can make new sticker packs. I can do all that stuff. Like, right. that's fine. Um, but 3D stuff, like, it's a lot more difficult. You know, so yeah, so like, look, we're set up in the studio. Uh, I know how to make mold. I know how to cast resin. I can train an assistant how to do that. That's how we, we've been doing the last few years, even casting concrete in the studio. Mm. My old assistant, I was like, I don't know, figure it out. You know, like we bought four different types of concrete. We figured it out. You know, I was like, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do this. Let's just figure it out. So we figured it out. She's casting concrete. Like, you know, like we have the capabilities. I got a pressure pot and, you know, we can do all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's actually really nice because it's like, Hey, look, if there is a, um, Let's say I want to do a small addition for some project or something. I know I could just basically do it myself. Like, I literally don't need anybody's help. Like, you I, still I, want to do that, though? Like, is that? I mean, look, I like casting resin and all that, but not, like, I'm not going to spend my time doing it. You yeah. know, it's just not going to happen, right? So, like, yeah, I mean, I, look, I want to do Chinese vinyl. I want to do 500 of this colorway, 200 of this colorway. I want to, like, yeah, let's make 1,000 toys. And then let's do another 1,000 toys of something different. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I want to do it all. Mm-hmm. But, but your priorities right now are at the painting, aren't at the paintings. I, I just gotta focus on like on what's important. What what what's gonna be the best for me, career wise? Like what is the thing that like, is at the core of what I'm doing, and that's what it is. You know, I don't think you know. There's all this criteria that I've used that we all use for if you're gonna take on a project or not take on a project. Right. And you know, one of the big ones that kind of trumps all the ones is is this going to make or break my career and i know that most stuff isn't going to make or break my career mm. so you know what making new paintings could make make my career mm-hmm. so right. i'm going to do that and what can break it then i mean that sounds like <laughs> something can break it right yeah you well yeah there's lots of stuff mm-hmm. you can do but like, yeah i mean like look let, let's say like i go down this road of making toys I'm just bombarded by emails all day long. Uh, and you're not making paintings. I'm not making yeah. paintings. Gotcha. I can't say yes to these projects I really want to do. And, like, then it all goes to hell. The toys don't turn out the way I want them to. Or they turn out late. You know, it's like it, it could all go to hell pretty easily. <laughs> you know? Mm. Yeah. So, you mean not, like, a breaking your career in terms of, like, your work's presence in the, you know, on the field, but for yourself personally? Well, I mean, look, I, I think we could all make, like, a few bad choices. Sure. And that could put us in a really bad place. Right. Which you said would be, going back to what you said earlier, would be hard to come back from. Hmm. You know? So, yeah, I do think you need to be strategic. And, like, there's only so much time, right? So it's like, you know, I don't know. You just, <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, and, and, and like, making art is all, always a weird thing because it's like I'm making these paintings and I'm not trying to show them. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I will, but that's not like, oh, I'm going to make this painting and hey, I'll sell it tomorrow and I'll get that money. It's like, no, I'm going to make these paintings. I might paint over some of them. Mm-hmm. Some right. of them I might show in six months or nine months from here, um, get paid 30 days or 60 days after. I mean, I might not make any money on this specific painting for a year, maybe. Right. Yeah, I'm right. just like, you know, so it's like, you know, you just, I don't know, you know, you just got to kind of prioritize that. Yeah. You know, like you got to get your finances covered so you're okay and you have the time <laughs> to do it. That's right. And then you got to make the time to do it and do it. You know, and then so, and then the next step is not being locked in the studio, you know, because as much as I like being in the studio, um, so much of the business is not being in the studio, right? I do right. have to go to openings, I do have to go to my friend's studios, I do have For to sure. like be around, you know, yeah. I do like. I do have to take on these mural projects, which like means everything else in my life like falls away basically. You right. know, like you, you, you know, you have to make time for those projects. Whereas before, it's like I didn't have the time. I'd kind of cr- try to cram in the time, just trying to make it work, and to varying degrees of success, I guess. But now it's just being a little bit more picky and strategic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like for my sanity. You know, it's like it's only so much I could do. Sure. You know, sure, sure. I, I tried to do so many things all the time, and now it's like. do you end up meeting a lot of like the old school graffiti guys or are you uh, disassociated with that no no no. i've met a lot of like the old school dudes do they know your work yeah you know because sometimes we might be in some of the same projects you know but like i'm the young kid you know like you know i mean i i was born when some of those guys started painting i mean i'm like so far removed from it Mm -hmm. there's so much history good or bad drama you know whatever like just history that i just don't know about right? Right, right but you know whatever i mean hey look you know we're all we're all you know we all meet whenever we meet you know whatever's happened no, you know cool. so like i love meeting some of the old guys like uh dr revolt you know old school dude right you know he came by my studio i, I wanted to buy a painting from a little show that he had cool it just kind of made sense that he was going to pop by and bring the painting over and it's like hanging out with him it's like this dude's been painting trains. You know, he was painting trains in the 70s. Right. You know, like, I wasn't probably even born when he started painting. You know, I, I love guys that have been around for so long and have a perspective on it. You know, I think that's the thing that I'm always looking for, probably, is the guys that have been around and have a perspective. Sure. sure. I think that's just, it's, it's, I think it's really valuable. You know, because, like, look, if you're going through your life, your career, you're like, oh, yeah, well, hey, I'll do that show, or I won't do that show, or, hey, I won't work with that person again, or, hey, you know, like, you make all these choices. But, you know, over time, what you get is, I mean, I guess you might call it wisdom or something, but you, you could see, like, yeah, you know what, like, this thing, yeah, that might not be so great, but if you do it, then you get to do this thing that you really want to do. Right. And it's not immediately clear. To you. I mean, it's still not clear to me, right? But you, hopefully you can have a bit of perspective about stuff mm-hmm. as time goes on. So that's what I think some of those old school guys have is like this really interesting perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, think about like how graffiti started in the trains in New York all those years ago. Sure. And then look at like like where we are now. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Did you, uh, are you, are you in the art um, from the streets uh, show, no, sir. No, did, no. or did you attend it or check it yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went went to the artist's reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like last week. Mm-hmm. Psh, insane. Cool. So many old school dudes there. 
Oh, really? Like the number of artists there, I was just blown away. Were it's they like, are they involved in the show too, or are they just attended? They might be, or they might have just gone. Like, I don't think I've ever been to a show that had that many artists there. Like, it was just mind-boggling. Do you know what mm. they look like? I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't, didn't. Even I wouldn't s- even know what most of these graffiti guys look like. Yeah, but I didn't like. Y- there was artists there that I didn't even know were they were there. Mm. Like, I was there for four hours. I still didn't even see everybody. Mm. Wow. You know, your old buddy Barry was there. I was like, I didn't know he was there. I saw this photo the next day. I was like. Oh, he was there? I didn't yeah. Know. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what's that one's, wait, what's that one? It's, it's just Art in the Streets? Or was yeah. it? It's not the other one. Oh, no, no, one. no, no. Beyond the Streets. Art's Beyond the Streets. Yeah, Beyond the Streets. Oh, and yeah, he yeah. was in that show, too? I don't even know if he was in the show. Because I think, because when they had it here, he goes, no, um, um, what did he say? He, he said some one-liner, like, um, was it what? Art Beyond? I forgot. It was like, I Art am. from the Streets, the one. No, Art that. in the Streets Art's was at Mocha. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, then the, the, the and then the after streets. that was Beyond the Streets. Yeah, and he said he's still in the Streets. So they're <laughs> something like that. You know, he gave me a one liner and said, Yeah, I'm still in the Streets. So no, I'm not in that. So I wasn't sure. But then he's in New York. Maybe he was in that one. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's great. I'll, I'll go back and check out the show when yeah. there's less people there. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen any pictures from it, but like. I saw a little bit. Yeah. The algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> it just blocks me from like. It's funny. Like, I was actually like um, at a. Um, at, during the Hell Kitty show, I was talking to um, Kristen Lu Wong, and um, she introduced me to an artist friend of hers named Luke, which, you know, it's always a, a pleasant right. coincidence. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, let me look at your, uh, check out your, your um, Instagram. And I couldn't connect on Instagram because there's just too many people and too many okay. phones. And like, no, that makes good work, you know? And then like, <laughs> no, he I, does. I looked I at who his, you're talking about. I looked at oh. his Instagram and I'm, yeah. I'm already following him. And I'm oh, like, you, you know, like, well, <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't make that connection, but you know, it's because his work isn't, his, his feed isn't coming through on my feed, you know, because of. The algorithm. Oh, yeah. You know. that's, that's how it is now. Yeah. I, went, I went to my friend's studio uh, a few weeks ago. He had like an open studio thing. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't talked to him about a year since like his last open studio. And um, I, I show up at his studio and he's like, dude, you're, you're, you're alive. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, what's up? Like, what's going on? And like, he's, he's like, you know, a little bit old school. And uh, he's just like, you know, like, I don't see you in my feed anymore, man. And he told me that he had actually reached out to Instagram. It's like, and it was like, why don't I see my friends in my feed anymore? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and what do they say? I don't know what oh. they say. Boy, I don't even know if they write They probably back, don't even know? say anything. <laughs> you know? the algorithm. So it's owned by fucking Facebook, and fa- you can't talk to anyone like there's no tech support on Facebook or so Instagram. you know today there's problems with Facebook, yeah. Instagram, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. Did you know like worldwide? I yeah, I heard about that. Oh, I was gonna say maybe you were still sleeping, but I was still yeah, sleeping. Yeah, okay, because vampire <laughs> hours, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but what, what I what I was saying to my girlfriend Dana was I was like, imagine if someone hacks Instagram mm-hmm. and Instagram just goes away. That's pretty crazy because right. there's there's it's not just us that like. I wouldn't say we like make our living on Instagram, but it obviously helps what we do, right? Sure. But think about like influencers and people that actually have their livelihood dependent on Instagram. You know, right? Girls with butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but even when they when they change the algorithm, like whenever that was, like I heard there was like a lot of backlash. Like yeah. people are like like making a lot less money now. Like it's just right. it's become such a part of not just like you know pop culture but also like the economy you know 
Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it is a bummer because like, you know, the only time, like the only people whom, whose work I usually see are people whom I actively will like their work. And like, just because I don't like an quote unquote, like an image doesn't mean I don't like it. It just means like, Oh, I think it's cool. And I just, you know, keep on looking. And you know, the only things I generally will like these days are things or are things that I'm going to inevitably bookmark because I'm like trying to collect a feed of, work that I find interesting or kind of in the direction that I'm kind of trying to move my work toward, you know? And so, you know, like, and as a result, like there's so many friends of mine whom I just don't see anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, just because I bookmarked like, you know, or liked a handful of images, you know, doesn't mean like I don't want to see everything else. You know, like and there's enough fucking ads like scattered throughout the fucking you know yeah. uh, across it, anyways. So like, you know, well, you follow these people for a reason, right? right? You said, hey, I want to see what these people are up to, right? Exactly. And then like, I don't know what is going on with like the, uh, the people I'm apparently following because I have no idea who some of these people are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like I'll just suddenly like, like who the fuck is this person that I'm following? You know, and I'll I'll open up their fucking their their profiles i'll look over their thumbnails and i'm like i have no idea why i would even have followed this person so do you unfollow them? oh yeah i unfollow oh, them. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh good you know? i do the same thing being responsible yeah i'm <laughs> like you know because i don't need i don't need yeah. this fucking like baby fucking baby pictures in oh, my shit. fucking feed uh, <laughs> you know it's yeah. from a person i don't even fucking know wow you know Damn, Luke. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> you know? Luke gets dark <laughs> this is light yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you yeah the podcast I, when, no yeah, but I have um, one, I don't know, an art, kind of a last, for me, almost near the end, art question still is like, yeah. what do you want to end up doing? I mean, is it making big paintings in a white wall gallery? Because at yeah, one time it seemed like you wanted to put art on the street, like every, you know, be most up type of thing, right? I remember that. I was like, oh, you're everywhere. But was the goal like big paintings in big gallery? Was that kind of the end or? I don't want to say end, but... uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that... uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that... uh, Yeah, I think, you know, being young, uh, being optimistic, thinking you can do whatever, you know, I think you can have some ideas like that. Um, I don't know. I always thought it's... I don't know. Even now, I just feel like a little awkward kind of saying like, oh, yeah, hey, I want to work with these big galleries because I don't know. I just... uh, Yeah, I don't... You know, I've had lots of ideas and lots of aspirations and stuff for my career and for my work and everything over the years. Um, I don't know. I just... I just... I haven't been thinking so much about that. You know, I've just been thinking about doing the work. You know, just get the work done, making the paintings I want to make. You know, I think that uh, I don't know. I mean, you think you you must think differently about things. You know, growing up, getting older. You know, <laughs> I'm still in the same place, though. <laughs> I'm still here, man. I'm yeah, still I'm here. Still here. I'm, I'm still, still here. I'm still here. No, I mean, I don't know, man. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, there's just. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's, like, just specific to uh, making art. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that, you know, any business relies so much on all these outside things happening. You could say, hey, okay, someone that's luck. Hey, someone that's, like, 
relationships, the people you know, your friends, you know, kind of opportunities that come from there. There's all these things like outside that can happen or not happen. That'll either really kind of help you along your way or kind of not help you along your way. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm just... No, uh, no worries. <laughs> I just thought, know, I, I was thinking that was, I, I was, you kind of made it sound like that might be an end goal is start doing some, you know, showing big paintings and big ass places that's what my goal is yeah I, that's how I, kind of was, I thought yeah. maybe it was yours too because I assume that that is Luke's you know oh, I'd like <laughs> to I, I'd definitely like to do that oh uh-huh. for sure uh-huh. yeah for sure yeah. Um, yeah I mean yeah I mean I don't know <laughs> you know random I'm, I'm gonna say this and I hope it doesn't sound at all offensive but you've totally chilled out so much compared to when I knew yeah. when you were in Los Angeles. Like I, I kinda thought you were a jerk, you know, when you were in LA. But like <laughs> Well, I probably you know, was. I mean know, whatever. I was I was stressed out a lot. I had yeah. a I had a lot to do. Yeah. But I, like you know, like I, uh, Thomas actually noticed yeah. it like when yeah. uh, we were uh, when um uh at the Hello Kitty show. Yeah, he's yeah. like, dude, like, you know, like you know, Buff's totally like yeah. you know, like He's not as snarky and um, <laughs> as he well, used to be. What was the word you might? I don't remember. Sardonic. Sardonic. Uh, Sardonic. Yeah. Sardonic. That's a good word. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's go. pretty big. Huh? <laughs> you know, so you know. Three syllables. Yeah. Um, and 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 I, I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like you know, like you you had a much more relaxed demeanor. So yeah, it's, man, it's, it's great seeing. I'm, oh, I'm, thanks, I'm man. so yeah. glad to no, see I that. Just, like you know, you're, you know, like you seem a lot more comfortable. Yeah, uh, I am, you know, like, like, it's just, I, I think, yeah, I think I just taken on too much for too many years. It's just kind of, it was just too much, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've been invited to speak a couple times and so I've had the opportunity to look over the work that I've done over the years and think about all those times over the years and, God, you know, <laughs> it's just crazy, you know, like, <laughs> You know, living in L.A., you know, for all those times, God, it was just it was just too much. Sure. It was just not being here, but just taking on all those projects. Like, I always thought that I said no a fair amount. But this is like going back to what I was saying earlier about, like, making or breaking my career. Like, I feel like there were so many opportunities that presented themselves. Mm-hmm. And some of you are just not going to do. Right. But there's so many that are like, this could be it. Wow. This mm-hmm. could be the one, like doing this one. Could it be a show? Could it be working with a corporate client? Like, right. it's like, ah, this could be it. And then, like, none of them were it, really. No. Or, or, <laughs> or, may, or maybe after all these years, like, it's like, you know, all those put together has got me where I am or whatever, which is, sure. I guess you couldn't argue with. But, right. but none of them were really like the thing that I was like, ah, this is it. So I guess just after all these years, it's like, just a little bit more mellow about it. Just like, eh. well, was it the wheat pasting? Was that like more valuable in the end? Well, that was awesome. I mean, that was like me with like one of my really good friends, and we would just go out at night, and we wouldn't even talk about wheat pasting. Like we'd just be, you know, we'd we'd meet up at like midnight. We'd go out to like yeah three or four in the morning, mm-hmm. and we just had a routine down. Because there's no money to be made with no that. money, yeah. you know, and 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 yeah, it wasn't a means to an end either. It was like for me, it's like I just get to hang with a friend of mine. His name's Caesar. Um, and Caesar was awesome. You know, we, we still talk sometimes. I mean, you know, he and I would go out, do all these illegal stuff, but not even talk about the posters because we had our stuff down. It's like we'd always alternate boxes. So it's like, oh, <laughs> did you do the last one? All right, well, it's mine. Okay, cool. You know, like, or, uh, but then other than that, it's just us talking about life and just talking about, like, 
what was going on with each other and just mm-hmm. like just all, you know all that sort of stuff and that was like really fun and so sometimes we'd forget like did you do the last one nah I think I did the last one and then you just like <laughs> you know you go on with it and cool. um, yeah it's fun you know I mean um, you know but it's also like you know how quickly people forget you know it's like you guys know I put up a ton of posters. Other you know, people know I put up a ton of posters, mm-hmm. but there's other people like today that never even saw one of mine. Right. You know? Right. Oh, they, even, they saw it. They just forgot. Nah, dude. <laughs> Buff, they saw it. Buff Monster <laughs> says no to graffiti, man. They saw it. <laughs> oh, my God. That made graffiti guys mad, didn't it? Oh, jeez. Right? <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to what extent. I don't know to what extent, but I know uh, people get mad. That, that's the poster that I always think of, like, on the corner where Corey Helford used to be on Washington Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the buff yeah. monster says no to graffiti, yeah. you know. Um, I don't know. I don't know the stories, but I'm yeah. just assuming that made a lot of people mad. You think everyone's over it now? I think so. I mean, I, I hope think so. we all just get older and, you know. I mean, I'm looking at time, I'm like, I'm like, I mean, I hope that people are over it. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, time heals all wounds, I hope right? So. I mean, certainly, uh, I like to hope it does. That's <laughs> <laughs> like ironic, and I don't know. It's, to me, it's humor and ironic. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, hey, I mean, it's hey, a me fucking too, wheat paste poster, too, which is like know. considered like you know vandalism. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, all, it's ironic. It's all irony, and it's like it's self-referential. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. To anyway. some extent, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry about that. Up, I guess I don't know. I just, that's part of the history. Though. Part of it's part of the history. It's we'll bring that up the next time we interview. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Buff. Yeah. Thank, thank you so you. much for oh, having me. Oh, hey, man. Thanks so for having much. me. It's yeah. great to see you guys. It was really great chatting and, yeah. like, you know, hearing, like, catching up on, yeah. you know, everything. I'm I appreciate you inviting me to, to jump on here. Dude, you know, like, I, I didn't. It, we got to thank Albert Reyes for this, first of <laughs> all. so weird. You know, Albert. Yeah. Mr., Mr. Reyes, That's like, right. you thank know, you. like, because I, I was just at the, the Kitty show and I was just, just there to, you know, like, yeah. do whatever. And, you know, and then, like, Albert was like, oh, dude, you know, you, ch- you should have, you know, Buff Monster on yeah. the show. And yeah. I'm like, and I was thinking, like, oh, what Buff did the show? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and, he's, and he, was, he, he talked it up, and I was just like, I, as soon as I bumped back into you again, yeah. I was like, dude, <laughs> I would love to have you on the show, you know? So, is there anything you need to mention? Yeah. Um, there is um, yeah. one other little uh, show uh, coming up soon with your friends at Clutter. Oh. It's a uh, custom toy show, which I did with you all those years ago. Yes. Um, so it is a custom Mr. Melty toy show. Oh, cool. Fantastic. At Clutter, which opens July 13th. Nice. Wait, that's even sooner than the. Other? I know. Can you believe it? All yeah, right. That's like freaking. That's, like, <laughs> that's <laughs> next week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's next kind weekend. Uh, yeah. That's in. Is that in Beacon? Yeah, Beacon. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. You're gonna be there. I'll be there. Oh, isn't well, that great? People go to Beacon and then you're gonna go to Switzerland. I take it. Or do you not go to? Oh that? no, I'm not gonna go. But to you don't Switzerland. go to that no, one. Okay. I'm not gonna go to that one. Well, but Beacon uh, is a great place to visit. It's just like Zurich. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there's like fancy pop. There's a fancy popsicle place, you know, a couple blocks away. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but cool. It's beautiful. Like, um, what's his name? Um, what? Oh my god, why, why am I blanking? Out? Ron, Ron English, running. Yes, Tar McPherson. Tar McPherson. Yeah, yeah, they're you know fixtures of the the Beacon. That's awesome because Beacon's yeah. like an old school or like more of a hippie thing, and yeah. I'm glad the well, kids are. They have like it. a major sculpture garden. Right, We're just outside of it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And so then the, the other thing that I got to mention. There's something else. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> it's even sooner than next weekend. Oh, my God. This weekend. I'm supposed to be painting at 3D Retro. 
Awesome. Oh, nice. <laughs> cool. Oh, yeah. No, like there, you're, you're, uh, you'll be in good company over there. There's um like beautiful pieces up there. There are. There Bur- are. Burbank? No. Glendale. Glendale. I always yeah. get those Gosh, mixed up. Me Glendale and yeah. Burbank. You, like, you know what? I used to know the difference. Now you've ruined it for me. <laughs> he, yeah, okay. Because I, I, could, I don't. Uh, okay. Burbank and Glendale, they're. They're kind of close, like, but not really. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you, man. When I lived here, like, I, shoot, I didn't know anything about it. It's any over of that there. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's over there, exactly. Cool. It's like, awesome. Yeah. Uh, are you going to, is it like. So a, Saturday, Saturday, I'll be there working. Can people go and watch? People can go and watch. Uh, I don't know how, like, formal all that is going to be. Uh, you know, my, my, we'll my focus time. is to, to get the wall done, but, you know, where I'll be on Saturday. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. So, yeah. Have a blast. Yeah. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, yeah. I, and how can people get a hold of you? Oh, that's true. Ah, uh, Luke, look Buff at you. Monster. So, so <laughs> seamless over here. So <laughs> casual. <laughs> Instagram? Yep, at BuffMonster on gotcha. Instagram or Twitter, slash BuffMonster on Facebook, BuffMonster.com, StayMelty.com. Oh, and StayMelty.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. One website is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Congrats on all your like success. Oh, well, hey, thanks, you guys. No, it's really great to see you and guys. I look forward to you when you move back. Maybe. Maybe you'll be bi-coastal and just be able to do both. That That'd be, be pretty dream. awesome. That's the dream, That'd be right? pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. All thanks, right. you guys. All right. Thank you.